We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. DraftKings for you. As always, before we dive into this week's plays, let's do a couple things here. First of all, subscribe to the channel. Then you know when the videos are coming out. Also, if you enjoy your time here in the Fantasy Bar, all I ask in return, no money required, just click that thumbs up button, guys. really means a lot and helps us out tremendously. Now, let's take a look back at week 15 and not going to sugarcoat things here. Week 15, absolutely terrible. You know, not going to do victory laps when we hit big. Not going to hide and shy away when things don't go well. The picks were not good last week. We got too cute with the Philip Lindsays, the Corey Davises of the world, trying to make that work. But no one thing. If I recommend players in this video, these are guys I'm playing in my lineups as well. So it stings me, but it hurts more when it affects your guys' lineup. So let's turn the page. Now that we got that out of the way, let's look forward to week 16 here. Excited about this week. Excited about this slate. And let's get you some winners here. Let's start at the wide receiver position with Mike Williams of the Chargers. So very interesting pricing here with Mike Williams. Look at DraftKings, 5K. I think it's an absolute steal. You look at FanDuel, I'm fine with the 6,500. Most people are going to look at that and say, why are we paying this price for Mike Williams when we can pay a similar price for Keenan Allen? But on FanDuel, you don't put as much value in the PPR, only half PPR over there. And the touchdown's so much more important on FanDuel. So DraftKings, a very viable salary, just 5K. FanDuel, I think the touchdown upside here with Mike Williams makes sense in that pricing tier. But let's dig into some of the numbers here. Averaging 17 DraftKings points per game over his last three. And we're starting to see that positive regression in the touchdown department. A guy that scored a ton of touchdowns last season was really lacking in this department all season long. They're finally starting to come here. Touchdowns in back-to-back games. And the Raiders giving up a lot of fantasy points to the position. Reason why, they're allowing a lot of touchdowns to the position. Seventh most receiving touchdowns to the wide receiver position. Mike Williams on a roll right now. I think it continues here against a bad Oakland secondary. All right, let's stay at wide receiver here in that same pricing tier. DJ Moore of the Panthers. You guys know by now, I love me some DJ Moore. You've seen him in here multiple times this season. We're going right back to the well here. For some reason, the price just does not jump on this guy. DraftKings has got him up at 6,900, but FanDuel still at 6,600. Really stands out to me as one of the better values on this week's slate. Nine or more targets now in eight of the last nine games. I know we get a quarterback change, but ask yourself, can it be any worse than what Kyle Allen 
has been. You know, Will Greer, maybe he is worse. But I think it could be a shot of energy here for this offense, and I still think DJ Moore going to be a big part of this offense, a guy that's going to get double-digit targets once again. You think about this matchup with the Colts, play a lot of zone. That's DJ Moore's game, finding holes in that zone. And the Colts do a good job of limiting the big play, but I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities underneath and in the middle of the field for DJ Moore. Plus, Colts bottom 10 in fantasy points allowed to the wide receiver position. DJ Moore, way too cheap on Fandle and very viable on DraftKings as well. Under 7K. All right, let's go to the running back position. Spend some money here on Ezekiel Elliott of the Cowboys. Now, you're probably saying, why would we go with Ezekiel Elliott? You want to attack Philadelphia through the air, and I think that's what everybody's going to do with Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. And if you go that route, I'm good with it. It makes sense. But why don't we zig while they're all zagging? And you're also thinking, well, Philly's good against the run. That's very true. We'll get to that in a minute. But first, let's look at Zeke. 20 or more DraftKings points now in four of the last five games. So really starting to feed the beast here are the Dallas Cowboys getting this guy the ball. He's being productive in the passing game, on the ground, and you look back to the matchup with Philly back in week seven, almost 30 DraftKings points there for Ezekiel Elliott. Has done very well against this team over the course of his career. And if you're the Cowboys, you need to win this game. Division on the line. You putting the ball in Dak's hand or are you feeding Ezekiel Elliott 20, 25, 30 touches in this game. So yes, the matchup is difficult, but I don't see a ton of ownership here. A matchup that he's crushed in before and a guy that's going to get the ball an absolute ton here. Love this spot this weekend for Ezekiel Elliott at the running back position. All right, if we expect Zeke to do well, it means Philly going to be throwing the ball a lot. Let's go with Carson Wentz at quarterback. So we talked about value on FanDuel with DJ Moore. We can do the same here on DraftKings with Carson Wentz under 6K. I think that's the best quarterback value you're going to find on that site. There's some cheaper guys. You want to roll the dice on a guy like Will Greer. Have at it. I'm going to go with Carson Wentz. Same kind of argument applies here that we talked about with Zeke. Philly in a must-win spot. So Wentz has really elevated his game here lately. Eight touchdown passes over his last three games. And I realize some of that has come in garbage time while they're down. Guess what? Garbage time, regular time, all counts the same. I want the stats. I don't care what kind of time and when the stats came. And over his last three games, we talked about the touchdown passes. That's obviously going to equate to fantasy production as well, averaging almost 25 DraftKings points per game. If he does that, we're talking about an easy 4X return potential for more here in this matchup. Dallas been good against quarterbacks. I think Wentz continues to play well. Price too cheap here, especially on DraftKings at only 5,800. All right, next play for us. We like Carson Wentz. Who do we pair him up with? We're going to spend up at tight end on Zach Ertz of the Eagles. So going to revert back to the Ezekiel Elliott conversation again. When the game is on the line, when the chips are down, when you need a win, who do you lean on? You lean on your best players. That's why I believe in Zeke here. That's why I'm a big believer in Zach Ertz. I know you want to spend down at tight end a lot of spots. You can go cheaper with the Dallas Goddard. I'm okay with that. But Ertz, the high-end tight end, I think can smash this slate. Double-digit targets now in five of the last six games. Just seeing a ton of work. Dallas, bottom 10 in receiving yards and receptions allowed to the tight end position. So, haven't left you a lot of salary try to leave you more and ask yourself this question we'll see if Nelson Aguilar returns but if we're Philly do we want to be throwing to JJ Ortega Whiteside guys like that or do we want to hammer the ball in 
to Zach Ertz against a team that has struggled against this position. To me, Zach Ertz, double-digit targets, a lock here. Spend the money, lock him in those lineups here this weekend in a must-win spot against the Cowboys. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play on the slate. But before we do that, guys, we're going to run it back again. Contest time. And this is a thank you to you guys for watching the videos, sharing the videos, the thumbs up, the loyal bar patrons. As I like to say, we want to say thank you to you guys. And how do we do that? We run this contest. Call it the Beast of the Week contest. All you got to do is guess fantasy points. Let's go with DraftKings this week for my Beast of the Week. Closest guest is going to win themselves either a free week of Roto Grinders Premium or if you are already a loyal subscriber, we're going to send you a free, soft, comfortable Roto Grinders t shirt right to your doorstep, absolutely free. So let's take a look at my favorite play of the week. You know, Mass, the Beast of the Week. All right, Beast time. One more running back to give you here, and we're going to go with Joe Mixon of the Bengals this week's Beast of the Week. So Mixon, the guy I'm going to lock into almost all, if not all, of my lineups this week. I mean, you look at some of the matchups this guy's done well in. Uh, even when this team is down, they give Joe Mixon the ball. The matchup with Baltimore last week against New England had him in our Yahoo video. So hopefully you got some exposure to him there. Had a very good game. But basically getting the ball a ton here, 25.7 touches per game over the last three. A matchup with Miami. Look at what Saquon Barkley finally got it going last week. Joe Mixon, we know, is going to get the ball on the ground, going to be involved through the air. A.J. Green will not be back this week. There's some speculation of that. So he will be involved in the passing game as well. And Miami, third most fantasy points allowed to the running back position. Prices up on Joe Mixon with stud running backs. This kind of workload, too cheap in my opinion. Easily my favorite play of the week is Joe Mixon and this week's beast of the week. All right, guys, that'll wrap us up for FanDuel and DraftKings for Week 16. As always, any comments, questions, feedback, guys, whatever you want to talk about, that comment section is for you. Don't forget, subscribe, thumbs up, and get your fantasy point guess for Joe Mixon on DraftKings in the comment section below the video for your shot at that free week of Roto-Grinders Premium or that free Roto-Grinders T-shirt. For Roto-Grinders.com, I am Bear saying salut. Best of luck in Week 16, guys. Yahoo video will be out tomorrow, so keep an eye out on that. We'll see you. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.
man, if you guys were paying extra, you guys should be getting the preview show. I'll tell you what, because that is great. What's up, everybody? Happy Sunday. Welcome to Roto Grinders. It's time for a little fantasy draft morning. What? I'm Eric Crane. We got Hoop joining us right away. We got Big T. What's up, Hoop? How we doing, buddy? Oh, doing well. Doing well. Slow start to the uh, slow start to the morning um, for various reasons, but uh, one is uh, drinking related. So, Hoop's uh, struggling along here this morning. Yeah, that's all right, man. It's the holidays. You're supposed to be, you know, struggling a little bit due to drinking related. My struggles are because I s- didn't go to bed till one in the morning, so I'm like sitting here struggling. One? What is that late? It is for me, dude. I'm in dad life now, man. Like, you were gonna say something crazy, and you said one. No, like, I agree, Cran. That is that is late. <laughs> I'm with you. Sorry, we don't all we don't all stay up till five and sleep till noon like Tony. Oh man, Tony, you win the sleep award, buddy. Until Tony, one. I haven't been to sleep before one in like two decades. Are you serious? One. How, how do you get up for this show? You just wake up. <laughs> man, how are we doing? The only today, time buddy? I struggle is when I drink. When I drink, it's it's whew, it's it's rough waking up. No man, that's uh, yeah. I, I that's why I don't really drink. That's I can't do it. I'm too old. I'm too old now, man. Uh, Tony, how you feeling about the slate, brother? Love it. I mean, we're down to only two weeks, boys. With two, two weeks left in the season, this is as good a slate as I think we've had. There's just so many good plays. So, should be a fun way to go out. We got some big tournaments today, so I'm excited. Yep. Uh, before we get into anything, guys, Derrick Henry he is out today. So if you're over there in your championship leagues. Go ahead and make sure you scoop up Deion Lewis ASAFP because uh, yeah, you got to get him. You got to get him. That's what I did this morning. And now that I'm on air, I want to make sure I help you guys. So make sure you go scoop up Deion Lewis. Also, before we get into the games, rolling out a new price on the college football package for the bowl games. It's 40 bucks for all content through the national championship. You get access to projections and lineup HQ. You get expert rankings, survey, tags, and Discord chat. We all love the Discord chat around here. Make sure you check that out it's only 40 bucks and again you got like a billion games out there you ain't doing work for a billion games i promise you let the roto grinders guys do that for you and um save yourself some time save yourself a headache make a little bit of money on uh you know as you're going also gotta give a shout out to the guys rocking the roto grinders badge i want to say appreciate it to mike brown three c griff 79 robsja and joey rock (laughs) robsja r-a-v-e-j Rave J, maybe. I like Rob the first time. That's I do. I told you guys. I don't read them till the show. I like to be as organic <laughs> as possible and as uncomfortable as possible. So yeah, thanks guys. Thanks guys for rocking the Roto Grinders badge. Hoop. How are we feeling about the slate, man? Uh yeah, it's a nice one. I mean, most of them are, but uh, great. Tony, there's more. Uh, seems like there's more solid plays than than usual on full slates. Um, I mean, those games yesterday were pretty nasty for a DFS perspective, so you know that was one of the first days in a while where I got just a stone donut bag. Just yeah. to, I had no <laughs> chance. I was in the same boat. It wasn't it was not fun yesterday. Yeah, I know, Tony. I know. I assume who did the same thing, where you just loaded up on all the pass catchers in the early game. And, yeah, that worked out real. That worked out. It was so tough to well. win if you had Hopkins. I know he was like seventy percent, seventy five percent, but like when he gets nothing and all those other pass catchers do good, like yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you went with Hopkins. It was a. Uh, it, it was, was a tough. Like he could have, but man. Oh, all right. Let's go ahead and jump into the games, guys. And of course, you got questions in Discord. We're answering questions in the Grinders Live page. So make sure you go and throw up the questions. Hoop, 
I know you're not um, watching on the you're not watching the old Discord because you still haven't been able to figure uh, it out. I mean, I was a YouTube guy. Now, uh, now I'm not. Now we're banned from YouTube. Too. <laughs> you get took, the day off. They took my voice yeah. away from me, boys. They took my voice away. Yeah. Isn't that like it's just the little, right little bit lost? <laughs> yeah, who if you need to write a strongly worded letter? <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's. Uh, it's painful, but uh, I'm here here with the boy night, and now I, all my attention is on YouTube, so no distractions. There, there's no way you're figuring out Discord. <laughs> there's no uh, people make fun of me for not understanding technology. Hoof's just like we're like, hey, click this button. He's like, Ugh. Ugh. Really? Boy, I don't know. That is one hell of an intimidating button. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> all right, yeah. let's go ahead and jump. Uh, let's go and jump into the games, and of course, check out our friends over on Fantasy Draft. Uh, crushing it over there we got tournaments we got big boy tournaments over there break free dfs yeah you gotta beat that so make sure you check them out giants at washington 41 and a half point total the giants are minus one tony i know i look at you when we have low totals i know this is our <laughs> thing. it's week 16 it's been happening since week one and yet here i am a man who likes to make fun of you in this sort of thing and i like this game Tony, are you with me, baby? <laughs> I mean, I, I like a few pieces for sure. Like every every week, I love my boy, E-Man. I mean, he went off last week for me too. Made me feel good after all the times I've played him and he's got like six. So if he, the guy is just a beast. And Saquon finally looked good last week. So, And actually, I mean, you want to know who's looked good that I, I'm embarrassed even saying it is AP. He's actually looked good the last, like, three or four weeks. He's got some burst in there, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I kind of – I like this game. I like a few pieces. I mean, I know we like a little bit of burst on the wood, but Adrian Peterson ain't <laughs> going to be my burst this morning. I'm serious, though. Like, I've watched him, and he looks good. I, I mean, I'm I'm not even joking about it. Like, I think he's he's looked good the last few weeks. You got that old man juice getting it done, man. Uh, you know, who – I'm not playing Adrian Peterson. Saquon, I is, of course, is fine. The price isn't quite as attractive as I wanted it to be. I kind of like the passing game though here, Hoop. I really do. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the only guy I could conceivably play in this game, I think, is uh, your week one hero, Mr. McLaurin. I just, I don't know. I don't, there's nothing else here for me. I mean, a- Adrian Peterson, I mean – it's the first game, boys. Well, you guys uh, don't watch the games, so let's not let's not over let's not overdo it. Let's not watch overdo the it. games. I watch the red zone. You don't watch the yeah. games. The hell I are you talking red about? Zone? No, no way. Who? All right, I can't wait to see you play Peterson today. You're playing Peterson. I mean, I'm probably not playing him. Yeah, I I would though. If, if this is okay, here's the thing. If this game was like in the middle of the pack, and you know, we spent a lot of time on the early games, best player on the board. You know, if this game was in the middle of the pack and we had spent some decent time on the first five games, we'd all say, "All right, let's move on. Let's let's not try to overdo it on game one. We got to, we got a big load to uh, carry." I really here. do like him, though. Like seriously. All right, here. I, if you guys are just going to poop on this game, I'm going to say Steven Sims at 4K. I think is a whoa, really- Steven Steven Sims. Yeah, he's the slot guy. He's going up against a bottom five cornerback the entire game. He saw 11 targets last week, seven targets the week before. He's only 4K. You guys don't want 15 points for 4K? If you're playing Steven Sims, you better just play the whole three-man with McLaurin and my my man Haskins. Wait, you don't think I have a few teams like that? Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> if you're playing Sims, you better. I'm running it back, too. Uh, and I'm not running it back. See, that, you made fun of me all year. Like, oh, big team. I told you this is, run the, back. this is the one that I like. Yeah. I like this game. 
I'm not running it back with safety. Only took you to week 16 to get on board with him. <laughs> I like Golden Tate a lot today in tournaments. Oof. Literally 0% owned. I agree with Hoop now. If this game was in the middle, <laughs> I'm on double on team Hoop. <laughs> I, know, dude, I know it's crazy, but I like Golden Tate, man. Dude, like 4.8K, Daniel Jones was targeting a ton. No Evan Ingram out there. No, uh, I forget, Red Ellison or whatever the hell the backup tight end was. I like Golden Tate in this one. I definitely have some Haskins, McLaurin, Sims, Tate teams. Come on down, baby. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Look, just silence. You guys suck. I'm not, I you refuse guys, to talk. Oh, yeah. oh man. That's All right. Rough. That's rough. Chat. Tough scene out of the gate. Chat, I'm going to tell you all, Steven Sims. That's my that's oh. my, like, that's my wide receiver this week. You guys, you guys are making fun of me. That's the guy? Receiver. And Golden Tate. Oh. Come on down. Look, Tony looks physically ill. I am. That, that, was, that was not what I wanted to hear out of the yeah, game. Tony, I, First I saw a hockey hat again, and then that. Like, uh, <laughs> the hockey hat's here to stay. The hockey hat's back. here to stay. Look how good this thing looks. This thing looks awesome. Oh. All right. Fine. Let's talk about a game that you guys probably like. Caroline and the Colts, 47.5 point total. The Colts, 6.5 point favorites at home. We got Marlon Mack. Hoop. I am really torn on what to do with Marlon Mack because earlier in the season when they were big favorites and they were leading a lot, they were just handing the dude the rock. I am worried that it's the end of the year. They're not playing for anything. I understand it's a great matchup. Marlon Mack, expensive on FanDuel, cheap on Fantasy Draft and DK. What are you doing with Marlon Mack today? Because I'm really torn. Uh, I mean, there's like, I think, six, seven, maybe even eight viable, solid running back plays. I'm just not going to Mac here, man. I know their team totals up, and and that that is the hard part about this game for me that the the, the totals up there, and it's and moving the, up. Yeah, the team total for for the the Colts is high, but I, there's just not a piece I want like at all. So it's tough. I mean, I have way more interest on the other side um, with with the Panthers. I mean, I don't know. Anytime you can get a quarterback right around the minimum, I think he's especially on DraftKings where there's such a big price discrepancy. I'm interested, and I'm interested in this guy. I don't know much about him, but I'm interested. <laughs> um, and then Christian McCaffrey. I mean, they've just shown no signs of slowing down. And like me and Tony talked about on the podcast this week, like his ownership keeps coming down, down, down each week, and the production continues to be there. So I think he's a really strong play. I don't think the ownership's going to be high again this week. Might be a little higher now that we got the the Deion Lewis play, which um, you know opens things up a little bit. But that also takes away one of the running back spots. So I'm curious to see what that does for the ownership on a guy like McCaffrey. But you are, you're playing Deion Lewis. Dude, are you kidding me? What? Everybody's playing I Deion. thought he was like going to be like a stone, stone he lock. He is play. a stone lock. He's not a stone lock for me. Oh, okay. Well, he's uh, terrible. It, it, you would rather play here, Deion, DeAndre Washington or Deion Lewis? I mean, I'm not playing either one. I'm running back. good. man. Okay. Um, I shouldn't. Uh, I should clarify because I know how these these donkeys yeah, you're, are to watch. You're going to do five like, You said you're not playing. If I have him on any team, then I'll get. Yeah, you be once you once you look at the price tag and all that. Yeah, I guarantee you'll be. Playing. When I'm playing a 4K quarterback, I don't need a 4K running uh-huh. back. All right, so you're playing. You're playing Will Greer on the Panther side. Or your boy Haskins. You talk. I mean, you're getting me excited there for a minute. Oh, Sam, you're Sam, Haskins, like five solid minutes. You really? Oh, wait, wait. Back to the, you. You're being serious about the Deion Lewis thing. Is he now you're, like four something K? No, he's, he's four, three. four three. Yeah, like he sucks. Oh, 
He's also going to touch the rock for a team that wants to run it a million times. Do they really want to, or is that just because they had Henry? They hate Lewis. They've always hated. I can't wait. To, uh, now I'm backups excited. Backups are Dallin Dawkins and Kari Blanchett. They hate Lewis. No, they got that the one dude. Uh, there's some oh. other guy, like the three K guy. Okay, yeah, well, the one dude. My bad. I <laughs> I hope everyone plays him. I'm happy now. It's going to be an even better day. Deion Lewis is awful. Dude, it doesn't matter. We've seen a week in and week out. It doesn't matter if the running back's Fine. awful. He gets volume. Well, you guys can enjoy him. I'm not. Oh, I will. I will. I'm going to play a little neon Dion. Anyways, I'll um, play my ten percent McCaffrey. Take my forty, and you guys can have like nine from Dion, and we'll call it a day. How are you going to afford McCaffrey if you're not playing a guy like Dion? Just told you, I'm going to play this goat right here for four three, Mr. Will Greer. He's going to hit yeah. DJ. I'm going to play Greer. I'm going to play DJ. I'm going to take McCaffrey, and I'm going to get like 100 points from the three of them. <laughs> the nice thing about uh, Greer, though. Does he Greer. run? Greer? Hell Greer? no. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's like a white yeah, slinger. Like, the Perfect. thing about Greer, he throws this. I don't want a runner. <laughs> like he chucked at West Virginia. <laughs> he literally can't run at all. Perfect. I don't want him to run. <laughs> he did chuck. So, like. I get it with Greer. I have no like. Are you playing him in cash hoop? Are you considering him in cash? I'm considering him. I mean, I just always think you know you can when you can get a starting starting quarterback um, with weapons. He's got with weapons. weapons. Yeah, I mean, so many outs for him. I mean, if he gets a repertoire with with, uh, with McCaffrey, I mean, that's just that's free points on those dump offs, even for him. I mean, it's not a ton for the quarterback, but it adds up if you do it, you know, ten times. And and I think that's going to be into their playbook. I I think they're going to go for that receiving running back receiving record. I mean, what does he need? 180, right, in the next two weeks? No, like he needs to average that. Like, oh, oh, it's 180 per game? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was 180 total yards. He no, I, th- I think it's he has to average. Oh, he, like, doesn't need, he doesn't need like 400 yards still. He, he needs that much many yards? I thought it was, I like, thought it was 180 over the course of the oh, next two I, weeks. I must have misread that. I thought it was right, I could but. be wrong, but 400 feel, or 360 feels like a lot. I don't yeah, know yeah. I thought it was more obtainable, but maybe uh, someone in the Discord can uh, – yeah, let us know Discord. We're just sitting here talking. Because uh, that's talking. a big difference. It is, yeah. That is a really big difference, yeah. yeah. But I, mean, get that. You know, I look at this Carolina side, and it's all Christian McCaffrey here. I can't imagine they're not going to just feed the hell out of him. I'm a little concerned about DJ Moore. You know, he was getting fed with Kyle Allen all those weeks, so I'm a little a little concerned about him. But, again, it's – I mean, Tony, what are you doing with Marlon Mack? We, I just – I kind of buried him. Yeah, I mean, he's a little harder for me just because – how much I like the Carolina side. I mean, I'm such a game flow player that I don't – I struggle with the script the other way. Like, I don't know. Like, I guess I could play Mac on a non-McCaffrey team. I don't know. I guess I could play them together even. But I always struggle playing two running backs together, and I'm so high on McCaffrey. Running backs loaded this week, which is another reason I don't like Dion. <sighs> I legitimately counted 17 running backs that I think are. There's fun. so many just great. That's why I don't want to. We'll, we'll get to Dion. We don't need to keep talking about him. But there's just so many good running back plays. I don't. I like Mac. I do, but I don't know if I can use him. Just there's too many good plays at running back. But Tony, you're burying the lead with Marlon Mack. <laughs> yeah, the, the helicopter. The, the helicopter play, man. How you got? You can't fade the helicopter. We've been doing it all year. Get right back on. Just. I mean, I don't hate him. Like, I, I, I could definitely use him, especially on, if, like, if I wasn't playing McCaffrey on a team, I would definitely be more interested in, in Mac. But I'm probably just going to play McCaffrey every team, like always. All right, let's move to the Jaguars and the Falcons. A 47 and a half point total. Falcons seven and a half point favorites at home. And 
Hoop, does it feel like this is the game that's sort of not being ignored necessarily, but just not a lot of people are talking about? Um, I think there's going to be pretty decent ownership for okay. the uh, Falcons, Falcons guys. I mean, nothing really on the Jaguar side, but I mean, I think Freeman, Jones, and, and Hooper will all have pretty substantial ownership. And rightfully so. I mean, they're you know now thin at the wide receiver position without Ridley. It's a really good matchup here. Hooper came back and basically played all his snaps. I think those three are strong plays, and the ownership will be high. Um, you know, tough to find someone to bring it back with on the other side. Um, I don't know if I finally I finally didn't play Fournette last week, Tony, um, and <laughs> I'm not playing him this week. So did he? He sucked, right? I think so. I mean, he sucks like yeah. He's week. going for nine and twelve. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'll never understand that. Like, I just won't. I won't get it. Yeah, he, oh, he did get to twelve, but that's still <laughs> he grinded it out. He did get to twelve. I mean, I don't. I just, I'll never get it. Like they're a dog. I mean, he's not going to be on today just because. I mean, how could you play Fournette? But uh, I just don't. I don't understand. Dude, I don't mind an unowned unowned Fournette like against the. I Falcons. actually like him more now than I yeah, would have like, when he was jockey, just because. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like, if it's unowned Fournette in tournaments in a good matchup, like I know he's a big dog, but they're going to feed him anyways. They're feeding him in the pass game. Like, you I can't don't really... play every running back though. Why not? Ten <laughs> percent I mean, season. <laughs> Fantasy draft today, guys. You better be throwing in those four running backs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like there's just so many. Yeah, uh, like every uh, game has one or two running backs you can play. It's, it's crazy. I said seventeen. Now I'm up to eighteen. I forgot to add Deion Lewis. So, yeah, it's it's nuts. You know, we saw Julio Jones last week get twenty targets. Um, obviously, a great match against the Jaguars here is Devonta Freeman. I think he's fine. He's priced cheap enough across the industry that if you don't want to go all the way down to a DeAndre Washington or Deion Lewis, I think Freeman is fine. Tony, do you have a preference in this game? I don't even hate Gardner Minshew for what it's worth. Yeah, I, I like this game a ton, but I like it. just the Atlanta guys. Like, I don't like I don't like Jacksonville. I think Atlanta just destroys this team. It was one of my favorite games of the week. I love Julio. I love Devonte. I love Hooper. Hooper's way too cheap. I I love this game. I think Atlanta scores easily in the 30s. I think it's easy, too. Like, Jacksonville, I, I said this all week, but they got blown out four or five straight. They got tired of it. They rose up, got a lucky victory against a terrible Oakland team. I think they go right back in the tank and just completely get mauled again this week. So, Okay, um, here's, my, here's my argument for Minshew. One, he's going to be unowned, playing in a positive game script, playing in a dome. He's going to chuck it over 30 times. Last two weeks, he's rushed five and six times for 27 and 31 yards. So he's getting some yards on the ground. I don't know who to pair him with. I think I don't think you necessarily have to pair him with anybody. DJ Shark coming back from that high ankle sprain. D.D. Westbrook. Eh. Chris Conley's been good, but I don't know if you really want to play Chris Conley. Who I think the Jaguars side makes some sense, man. Yeah, it makes some sense. Just especially if you're playing Falcons, guys, and. Uh... You know, it's – I don't think I'd necessarily go with Minshew, but, like, Fournette and, and Chark and, you know, Westbrook, Conley, I think you can sprinkle all those guys in. I, I, it's not a spot where I'd have super high ownership on any of these guys, but, you know, if you're playing two or three Falcons, I mean, you definitely need to play a couple of these guys because it could be a, a shootout game. I mean, two teams out of contention, but they're still playing their guys, so it, it's a nice situation. Um, and Minshew's playing to try forth. and get a job. Like, yeah, yeah. So it, be and, both, yeah. and it's weird. The Falcons – have shown no signs of, of slowing up on their guys like they're playing to the end to the end 
it appears, which is, you know, refreshing and good for DFS. So it's a, it's a good game overall. You know, I wasn't as high on, on the Jaguars, but you know, if you're going to play Falcons, it makes sense to, to get some of those guys in. Yeah. I really wish DJ shark was out. Cause I would love Chris Conley again this week, but it sounds like he's going to, I don't know. Like, I don't know guys. I don't know what's up with shark. Cause the high ankle sprain usually takes a while to get better. Not the case he's coming back early. I don't know if he's going to, you know, actually get targets. I don't know. But, so I'm probably going to play Naked Minshew because that's something I want to say on out loud on air. All right. Bengals at the you Dolphins. Just, I, was just, I wasn't listening. You just said you're going to play Minshew without a pass catcher? I think, yeah. he Dude, he's got like freaking three dudes and he rushes. Why not? Oh, Crane. Dude, he can spread it around. I'm serious. You started this show talking up Washington, <laughs> all their scrubs. Now you're going to play a naked Gardner Minshew? <laughs> that might be the worst take I've ever heard you say, honestly. Why? Why He spreads A naked Gardner In a game, they're going to score like three points. They're not okay. They're not scoring three. Oh God! The team totals three touchdowns. I actually told the thing. Oh, please don't play a naked Gardner Minshew. I think this game shoots out. Please don't play. If you play him, please play a pass catcher or two. Don't play a naked Gardner Minshew. Oh man. Uh oh. Oh, And Landa agrees with me. That's a problem. Oh, Oh, that's that's, make you feel way worse about it. Oh, (laughs) Oh boy. Oh freaking Mini Dean over there agreeing with me. Ooh, at least help me out here. Like, make fun of him about this. Like, he can't play naked Gardner Minshew. He rushes. Why not? He yeah, rushes no. like twenty yards is rushing. Okay, it's thirty. Who? Come on, help me out here. I don't think that's a that's a route you want to go. Right, I right. I tend to agree with Tony here. That's why I just don't know who to pair him with, and it's frustrating. It's frustrating. If I was multi, don't play him. All right, fine. I guess I'll play guys like Lamar Jackson. Then you guys are no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bengals at the Dolphins, 45.5 point total. Cincy, one and a half point favorites. And Hoop, this game is sneaky good for uh, DFS. We've got Joe Mixon getting all the work. I would bet almost anything Hoop's playing Joe Mixon in cash. Is that what's happening today? Uh, there's, like I said, there's like six or it's hard because there's six or seven guys. I mean, I like the cheap guys. I like Freeman so far. Um, I like Mixon. Uh, it's just going to be a, you know, mix and match what t- I mean, to me, all the running back plays are pretty similar too. I don't think there's any besides Lewis uh, that stand out as guys. I absolutely have to have <laughs> Tony's laughing. I just don't get Tony, you, you do realize he's going to be like the most popular I, play on the slate. And right? I could literally not be happier about it. Okay, here, here's, <laughs> okay, here. So he's four, he's four, three on, on, uh, on DK on, on FanDuel he's 4.8 K. I like him more on Fandle for sure because okay. he's the minimum. Cause, he's not even that cheap on DK. Like four yeah, three is not that cheap. But he four but three is pretty cheap. DK DK suits him better. I mean, he catches passes. That's fine, but he's well, gonna all, he's a, not going to be the person that beats me. I probably rough, rough. I mean, rough he's day. not Steven Sims for big cheap, team. But he's not all, all the running backs are going to crush. I don't need him. Like, yeah, but okay. So like back to like Mixon. Like I said, all these guys are similar to me. Like Mixon, Freeman. There's still more that we'll talk about throughout the uh, show here. But he's definitely in play. I mean, he's getting all the work. I mean, this is this game is 
a nice game for DFS, which is yeah. crazy, crazy, crazy. I mean, we made fun of – I mean, it's funny because Tony was on the Dolphins when their team totals were coming in at like 13 and they were scoring like 18 points and he was trying to take victory laps. Now I'm, now I'm guessing now that they have a team total like mid-20-ish, he he's going to be awful. They're, they're, they're monster 22 <laughs> team total. I mean, what well, it's a lot to do with a 22 team total? Like, that's the highest they had all this, this, is a full, this is a full touchdown higher than when I'm you were falling my chair for my 20 that's what I'm ex- total. That's what I'm expecting. <laughs> what is happening? I'm definitely. I'm getting a windmill today, and I'm winning all the money. You guys are. What that means? Like, what that I means at? is you what are, are excited as hell when their team total is 14. Now you got another touchdown on top of that. Yeah, I was assuming that you'd be falling out of your seat. Oh God, you guys yeah. are. You guys you are think, on a roll. Like, you don't like this game, Tony. I like Mixon. He's like my favorite, but I don't like anyone else. I like Boyd too. Actually, I, don't, I definitely don't like the Dolphins. I like Boyd. Yeah, boy. No, Little like arm boy. Fitzpatrick and some wind. Like, I'm going to screw that. There are exactly two guys on the Dolphins you can play. Devontae Parker is one of them, and Mike Gusecki's too cheap across the industry. And tight end's freaking terrible this week. Mike Gusecki's getting targets every week. I don't hate him. He's 3'6". Like, he's cheap enough to where I think as a punt tight end, he's perfectly reasonable. Poop, I know I know you're on, like, you're on the same guys, right? Maybe other than Gusecki. Yeah, I like uh, I like Freeman. Or Freeman. I like Mixon. Freeman. I like Mixon, Boyd. Um, I don't mind Erickson. He's like the minimum almost on most of these sides. I don't like white receivers. I'm just yeah, like, I mean, you know me and my Cole, Cole Beasley love. So <laughs> <laughs> Erickson, I think, is a, uh, a a decent option as a punt. Um, but, yeah, Parker on the other side is probably the only guy for me. Tony's over there. Which jersey is that, Tony? It's an, it's an honor of my boy, Mr. Beathard. Oh, right, you, you is he still in the NFL or no? Can't make fun of him today, Hoop. You probably didn't hear it. His brother, his brother, like, got shot or killed at a bar. Oh, geez. All right. I take that back. Tennessee, you got to gotta give him a pass today. Yeah, I, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, the chat wants to know, is Gusecki better than Hollister? Like, I'm actually a little worried about Hollister despite the good matchup. Luke Wilson is back, and uh, he's going to steal some snaps whether we like it or not. So, I don't know. It's in plus he's about 600 bucks cheaper. I don't know about you guys. My lineups have needed the 600 bucks this week. So, uh, yeah. All right, Baltimore-Cleveland, 49.5 point total. Baltimore, 10-point favorites. Lamar Jackson, this is likely the last game he's going to play before uh, the regular season ends. Yeah, he's going to win the MVP. I think he goes out with a bang here. And, Tony, I've been able to get him in some lineups, man. How do you feel about Lamar this week? I feel a lot better about naked Lamar than I did about <laughs> naked Minshew. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lamar, this game is just super cut and dry for me, like, play Lamar or play nothing like yeah that's it for me like he's the man if you can fit him fit him he's, he gets 30 every week so yeah you just play yeah I, I'm kind of with you like I had a little interest in Jarvis Landry because Ravens have been beat up by slot guys but yeah yeah I don't think I'm gonna do it I think I'm just gonna play Lamar or nobody here Hoop, you feel the same way yeah, it's just Lamar, and uh, I mean, he's he's in a t- tier of his own at the quarterback position. Basically, every week, and regardless of who the other guys have, like I think the number two is like Russell Russell Wilson. You know, I think Wilson's number two, but I honestly think there's a pretty substantial gap between Lamar and Russell Wilson. I mean, there's there's a floor, even in good matchups, there's a floor for for Russell Wilson that does not exist for Lamar Jackson, and um, 
Have no, we ever seen a year where a guy only went under 21 times? It's like, incredible. That's, I mean, that's crazy. Just, and it that's was huge. freaking 15 or something like that's, that. That's the nice thing for the most, and most weeks too. Like if, if he hits that floor, if he hits that 20, let's say his floor is 20 and he hits that, you're not dead like at all. Right. So it's like, you so can nice. still ship with him at 20. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, he had Lewis to do well. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my God. Um. Okay. We got to touch on this in chat somebody says nobody over the age of 17 should wear an nfl jersey in public people think they're so cool i, agree. Oh, I actually agree with whoever said that i agree with whoever said that. grown men should not be so wearing cool. grown men <laughs> should not be wearing jerseys who's, who's cooler than you and the guy in chat like you guys are so cool grown uh, men should not be uh, wearing Tony, jerseys with, you, with another dude's hell, another dude's name on the play back. fantasy no football for a freaking living like yeah. we can wear jerseys no. <laughs> That's about as bad as the Star Wars people that you were making fun oh, of the other day. About the same. Oh, I love every time Tony posts something on Twitter like that. I'm like, oh, here comes everybody's mad. Here they come. Here <laughs> so good. Comes. I don't know it's what's the best when you do a tweet like that and just know what's going to happen. Like, that would that'd be a good poll to f- find out what the people think. Uh, what's worse, grown men wearing uh, sports jerseys or Star Wars? Who people? gets more tails? The better question. I guarantee people <laughs> I don't are wearing know. jerseys. People wearing jerseys definitely get more tail than Star Wars. Well, because, not, well, I don't know. That's a good question though. Because at least, not a, that's at least a lot, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of females. There's a lot. There's I'd say there's more females into oh, the Star God. Wars stuff than females into sports. Yeah, and guess and guess what the uh, the Star Wars females they tend to be a little bit more generous if you know what I mean. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm, <laughs> you guys are Tony, out of your mind, Tony. Yeah. Where am I at today? Like, what what is happening? This is this is death. reality. It's I'm reality telling you guys, in the face. I, I guarantee, <sighs> as a former band kid who knew a lot of uh, who knew a lot of people like that, I'm telling you, I, I guarantee <laughs> that I had more work to, work bench time than them, and I wear a jersey. <laughs> I mean, I guarantee this is it. The weirdest argument ever. No wonder we got banned from YouTube, Tony. You're right, just like yeah, I mean, we finally figured out why we're banned. <laughs> Tony, you're just an exception to the rule. I mean, look at that beautiful face. And you got I mean, how could the ladies resist? I mean, Tony come has, on. Since we started doing shows like four years ago, Tony has started. He looks better now. It's unbelievable. Yes, yeah, yeah. Seriously, hey, you guys are yeah, no, anti 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 aging. It's like yeah. it's, it's, it's like really wine. Yeah. Finer, finer with age. <laughs> All right. Saints and Titans, fifty and a half point total. The Saints, two and a half point favorites. On the road. Tony, I'm completely ignoring you for this segment. We like Deion Lewis today with no Derrick Henry. I mean, I, yeah, but I guess I guess maybe not. I don't know. I guess uh, Tony's, Tony's feeling I something I feel different. like so confident about it, too. Like, I think I'm the most confident I've been all year about it. I something. really think when it's all said and done, I don't don't take a super strong stance because I really think Tony does end up playing Deion Lewis. I no, I'm not. Like I promise I'm not. When he starts checking things out, I think he's going Lewis. But we'll see. We'll see. Oh. I mean, and I start checking Sunday at eight thirty. The Saints. I mean, he, he is right about hours. that part. Like that's true, but he's yeah. not right about the Deion Lewis part. I mean, they get like, big total in this game. The team total for the Titans is way up there. Team oh, they got the for, huge twenty-three total too. I mean, massive. twenty-four. I mean, that's what the um, 
third, fourth highest on the slate. Oh man, Tony, I, I can't mean, wait for you to get excited about like the Broncos and Lions. That's, that's like the fourth highest total. The best part total about on. your guys' joke is you always like the low totals more than me. Is the funniest part about the <laughs> that's joke. Not true. What are you talking about? You guys are but, talking up twenty ones and twenty threes like they're freaking a hundred. But I, but I think overall, I think this is uh, this is good for the game as well because you know, you're not going to have the you know hand it off and pound it with with Derrick Henry, which can slow things down. So. I, this this news makes me like the Saints guys uh, a little bit more, especially Michael Thomas. I mean, obviously he's going to be popular, but he's like the Lamar Jackson of the wide receiver position uh, this year. Just in his own tier, crushes every single week. You don't really have to worry about it. Um, even his floor games don't crush you, like like we, we kind of talked about with Lamar Jackson. I think he is phenomenal play um, this week. The, the tough one is uh, Elvin Kamara. I mean, Tony Tony's had some pretty strong reads on Kamara this year. Fading him, I think it was last week when he was super popular. Um, I'd be more inclined to, uh, you know, agree with the the Kamara fade than than his Deion Lewis take. So I'm curious to see what he says about Kamara here. Yeah, Tony, I know you hate Kamara. You and I talked about this a couple days ago, but, like, he's cheap, man. Like, for Alvin Kamara, like, Tony, talk to me about Kamara. Talk to me about the Saints side. Talk to me about – I mean, uh, you're I'm too busy looking at my phone. I got like six texts about how dumb I am about Deion Lewis. <laughs> I mean, everyone's making fun of me here. I mean, oh, he, could, like, he could have a big day. I mean, I really I mean, he could have a big day. He doesn't even. Time, make... We got all the people watching the wood, though. People love the wood. If I got six texts making fun of me right now, but yeah. I mean, no, if... hell no, I'm not playing Kamara. Are you kidding me? Like <laughs> Tony doesn't want terrible. anybody in the. 50 I love running back here. today. Like I, I freaking love mixing. I love Freeman. I'm playing McCaffrey, obviously. Why am I playing these crappy guys over the good guys? I just okay, don't get so it. So, Tony, who are you playing in the 50 total? I mean, I, I don't understand what you guys uh, – I, I can't talk about Deion. I'm playing Michael Thomas like I do every week because he gets 30 every week. And that's it, I think. All right. I think A.J. I mean, Brown I, – I agree with Hoop, though, about the – I think this game plays at a better pace now without Henry, obviously. Yes. I think – I do like the Tennessee passing game more than more than I did. AJ, Corey Davis. I could see this game shooting out still. It ain't you know, be this was a game that I really liked the under until the Derrick Henry news hit because I kind of thought the Saints, they slow it down yeah. some. The Titans will just run it down their throat, especially in an important game against the Saints. I don't know. Like, what about the passing game here, though? Now no Derrick Henry. Like, Hoop, what do you think this does for the Titans? Ryan Tannehill is a guy I didn't have a ton of interest in this week, and yeah. now I'm looking at a – home dog quarterback in the highest total without his best running back. How do we not like some Tannehill? Yeah, I do know. I mean, it totally changes this game for me. It's a, is this the highest total game? I mean, 50, yes. yeah, I mean, it's the highest total game. And now it, it could potentially lean a little uh, more pass. Well, it will lean a little more pass heavy, assuming nothing crazy happens right from the get-go. Uh, so, yeah, you got to like Tannehill. A.J. Brown has just looked phenomenal. I mean, I think those two – uh, and the price is up on Browns. So I don't think you really have to worry about ownership all that much. Um, Tannehill to Deion Lewis. You know, Deion Lewis should obviously be catching some passes uh, as well. Just looking for Tony's reaction. Haven't gotten one yet. I wasn't uh, listening, honestly. I didn't even hear what you were saying. <laughs> he, he's responding to his 87 text messages. I swear I didn't hear a single word you said. Perfect, perfect. Uh, but, yeah, it definitely increases the uh, likelihood of, you know, more passes and, yeah, Tannehill. I mean, the only one I can really trust is A.J. Brown, to be honest with you. I'm not uh, – I don't know. Those other guys are pretty crappy. If you're multi-entering, 
don't forget about Corey Davis. I know he's done nothing. I know he's been terrible. This is a game with a giant total. If the Saints came in and say, we're going to take away A.J. Brown, especially now that Derrick Henry is out, it opens up a path for Corey Davis to have a huge game at 1% ownership. I'm just going to go out and say that. No, that's not a popular take. Um, I really like him in tournaments. All right, Steelers at the Jets. Hey, Hook, I've got a joke for you. You ready? Yep. All right. Tony, this is your kind of game. It's a 37-point total. <laughs> Pittsburgh three-point favorites on the road. Tony, Steelers and Jets, baby. Who are you playing? So this is a, that, that's the best kind of joke because it doesn't matter. It could be 10 years down the road. We could do it every week. I will still be laughing, 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 laughing. It's a the great, best part great is joke. it's not even true is what's so funny about it. Yeah, but it's oh, funny. Come on, you're playing some that's why it's so tilt. It's like when DB makes fun of my TVs. Like, it's not true, but it still tilts me every time. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, you guys I figured sh- out how to get hey, to me. We got hey, them. Hold on. Wait, hold on, guys. Have you ever – Hoop, not guys, but Tony, you are you don't have to comment on this. Hoop, have you ever seen Tony more tilted than when people were making fun of his TVs? Oh, it's amazing. You, you know he's, he's lying, too. He's got, like, some 40-inchers up there for sure. He has little, <laughs> little dinky 40s, pretending <laughs> like he's got 80s. I, I'm serious. That's the worst TV setup of all time. Like, nothing yeah. tilts Tony, but people make fun of his TV. <laughs> like his ears exploded. That's because I want to see anyone else that has three kids and a wife and has, first of all, 80 inch in the middle on the wall, and then another TV in the family room that's 65 in the main room. I want to see anybody show it to me. Anybody out there in their main room? No one can do it, guaranteed. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, you got so mad. Anyways, uh, we don't like anybody in this game, right? Yeah, oh, I couldn't no. imagine no. playing anybody. Okay, no, yes. Steelers no, defense. Steelers defense. This Jets line is going to get trounced. Tony, I've been asked in the chat, and this is something I actually wanted to ask you about. Anyways, have you seen your boy Taysom over on FanDuel? I mean, he's been a tight end for a while, right? $5,200 tight end. Are you playing Taysom? Why has he not been a tight end all season? I don't know. First of all, he scored again last week. I I need apologies from people because everyone hates on him. Does people still hate on him? The six figures you want is an apology enough? I I got a jersey. If it wasn't for Beathard having having some tragedy, the good mojo, I would have been wearing Taysom today, but. I'll save it for another day. Well, the chat wants to know if we can play Taysom today. I don't know. Like, I, I, I make jokes about it, but I don't like him as much on main slates, obviously. It's more of a showdown play. I mean, if he's a tight end and he's cheap, 52, what would you say, 5,200? Yeah, 52, and there's, like, nobody below him you can play. I think you can play him at 52 for sure. All right. Oh, God. He's not <laughs> a tight end. Like, if he was, like, 2,500 tight end on DK, I'd play him every time. But, By the way, the chat wants to make James Conner a thing, and uh, chat, I'm oh, sorry, James Conner is not. Running back is so loaded yeah, today. I think people are, ah. Yeah. Just ignore this game, guys. Ignore this game. All right, Raiders at the Chargers, 45.5 point total. The Chargers, 7.5 point favorites at home. From a sport, sports betting standpoint, Chargers are my favorite bet of oh, the Oh, you and, you and I both. Really? You're on this? Yeah, yeah, I love the Chargers. I mean, Tony will just automatically say he hates them, but uh, I love the Chargers. Absolutely. Dude. I think the Raiders are going to score single digits here. Like this is not a game where like they can they can't compete. They just lost two of their best pass blockers. Like, oh, the like it's, it's the first first week they're kind of thrown in the towel. I mean, with Jacobs out, they lost the lineman. I mean, ruled some other guys out. It's I just don't see them getting up for this game like at all. I think Chargers pound. And by the way, if you want some nice leverage off of DeAndre Washington chalk. 
Chargers defense is a phenomenal way to go. Tony, apparently you don't like this game because you don't like money. So uh, tell me what you don't like about the Chargers side. Oh, see, I'll tell you what he doesn't like about this game is the fact that, that you and I have a strong take on it. So he'll automatically say he doesn't like it. I'm going to win so much money today. I know I am. <laughs> I've never felt better about a slate all season. I'm glad there's big tournaments today. <laughs> I feel so good right now. Oh, man. All right. So, Tony, what, do you not like anybody in this game? I mean, the Chargers are fine, but I don't want to play guys from the, this crappy game. Both these teams suck. Like, they're awful. I agree with Oakland. The Oakland, man, they're, they're really – they're going to tank for sure. So, I, I definitely right. don't want to play Oakland guys. They're about to lose 30-3. to three. I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I can see that. I mean, but, I mean, Phillip Rivers will throw at least one pick six. So, like, maybe they get ten. Well, here comes Tony with the Raiders uh, defense. <laughs> I I say that every week. Sometimes defenses always play the defense against Jameis, which no one played yesterday, including me. Always play the D against Rivers. <laughs> they just give you points at a position where it's high variance. Just take the, the sure thing. By the way, I've heard people talk about Rivers' second last game at home ever, as if it's some sort of narrative. Like, you guys are nuts if you – like, the second to last game at home. Has Rivers ever had a home – I mean, the Chargers game, home games aren't home yeah. games. <laughs> They're not even in San Diego anymore. They're not home games. Rivers lives, like, an hour away from the stadium, too. Like, Rivers doesn't even – he just commutes via bus every day. I'm dead serious. So, like, he, gets, he, his, he hires an RV driver, and it's how he gets to the game. So, like, no, Rivers – I am not – do not – Pretend like this is a narrative, guys. Stop trying to make up narratives. As far as guys in this game, I mean, Austin Eckler's going to be unknown, and he's the best running back on the team. I don't hate that play. Keaton Allen, Mike. I want to see your running back, Les Crane. Sure. sure. Like, is, every week you name off like 33 running I mean, backs. I like, you can't play them all. I know I can't play them all. And that's You've why named I'm, every running back on the side. I don't know. I don't think he necessarily said he was playing Eckler. I think he just said he was going to yeah, be unknown. I think he's interesting in tournaments. And like, see, he said Eckler hoop. That's saying Eckler. Well, interesting said, okay. in tournaments means you can't but, play every dude. Who don't? If you I like? say, if I say, you guys know me. If I say he's interesting in tournaments, like there's not a chance in hell you find that's him like, I, in any of my life. That's how I interpret both of you differently, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. I, well, I already yeah. know who hoop plays every time. He's in the private chat with the, yeah pool season. The, oh yeah, the pool hoop, that's true. Hoop is definitely yeah. in the. Uh, He's in the super pool secret and the fun, Pool and the funds together so I can play some $10 double ups. Yep. I uh, I, I know that's how it works. Hey, but, hey how else are you going to get in those $10 tournaments? Uh, it's true. It's tough streets out there, man. Could return some bottles. Maybe I'll return some uh, some uh, empty returnable cans for $0.10 cents a piece. That, my wife had me do that the other day. Like I had like a glass thing of milk, and I threw it in the trash. She's like, this doesn't go in the trash. You return this. Like, really? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so, okay. Uh, Lions at Broncos, 38.5 point total. Denver, seven point favorites. Tony, oh. this seems like a game you would like. <laughs> right, thank you. I knew it was coming, too. It's so good. Oh. <laughs> oh, 38.5 point total. Broncos, seven point favorites. Yeah, I mean, Who are we playing here, Tony? <laughs> I, can't, I can't give you the satisfaction of liking anyone in it. Poof, do you like anybody here? Uh, Sutton. I think Sutton's a, uh, a a strong tournament play um, outside of that. Now, Broncos defense, do you have some interest in them? Yeah. I have no... That's yeah, it. I have... This is just nasty. I mean, 15, 15 projected points for the Lions. Like, oh, gosh, that's a, that's a painful number to look at. I'd spent yesterday trying to talk myself into Philip Lindsay. I'm just not sure I can click that button. I mean, he is 
home big favorite running back. He's trying to get in that top twenty-five of your running back. Pool. Okay, he's, def- <laughs> he's working definitely- his way in. He wants a three. He wants. He wants a three percent market share of Crane's running back exposure today. <laughs> he's, not making, he's not making the MySpace top eight, but he's doing okay. Like he's not. <laughs> All right. You know, it's funny because we haven't even talked about my favorite running back yet. <laughs> You're gonna make me spit my coffee out. <laughs> oh man, that was bad timing. I only have one more running back that I like. My favorite, my favorite on the slate. Oh, so and good. it's in the next game. It's Dallas at Philly, forty-six and a half point total. Dallas one point favorite. Tony, I think you're gonna be with me here. Okay, I need I need you to. I want to talk to you. When a running back just keeps destroying a team, when the coaching staffs are exactly the same the whole time. Do you know what Zeke's worst game of his career against Philly is? I bet you're going to tell me. It is over 140 total yards. That's all they do is they pound this dude. At least 25 touches. He's never got less than 140 yards? No, total yards. Wow, that is interesting. Yep. That's all they do every single time, and it's the same coaching staff. It's a really important game for Dallas. All Dak is banged up. All they want to do is pound the hell out of Zeke. He's gotten 25 carries in every single game he's ever played against Philly. That's all they want to do against this team. Zeke's going to be 15% owned. I love Zeke this week. Like, I, by the way, they got tight. They got quiet. Did you see this? They got quiet. They're not even making fun of me right now. This is great. I mean, strong, I'm a strong stat. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of shocked too. <laughs> I am shocked. That's a big number. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't on my radar, um, but – that's an interesting statistic. What do you think, Tony? I mean, I couldn't even imagine playing Zeke. Good. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. Thank won't you. Be, How many won't running backs can you play? You guys like every freaking running back. There's you know, a lot I of said that I got six. I have six or seven. I'm yeah, you gotta, I mean, you got to take stands. I'm going to wants to listen to us go through every game and just say we like every player. On I literally the just said a 15% dude is my favorite I, running back. Yeah, if you would have led with this and then said you didn't like well, a few people. The game people, is I'd... last on the sheet. I don't control what time yeah. the game starts. I like the Zeke call for the record. I don't like it myself, but I like the call. I give you credit, Crane. <laughs> All right. Hoof, what do you think about this game? Where are you going here? Uh Ertz, I think Ertz is probably well, he's the best tight end play, and probably the only only person in this game that I'll uh, I'll be playing. I like him a lot. <laughs> the dude's like Kellen Moore is different. Yeah, Kellen Moore. Yeah, it's Jason Garrett's offense, boys. That's why they just keep handing it to Zeke. I'd like to do. He typed Kellen Moore one, two, three, four, five. Oh, the Discord I think might be broken because he typed Kellen Moore seven times. <laughs> it just keeps coming up. Yeah, either he's a crazy person or Discord's broken. Either way, uh, Tony, I, what do you, who do you like here? I, know I think like so. Last week I said the same thing about McLaurin, but Philly keeps getting carved by these receivers that can make big plays, can go deep, can make plays down the field. Same thing happened last week. Same thing happened with Slayton a few weeks ago. I, so that that gives me a lot of interest in Cooper, and I never play him, like, ever. I, I never like him, but it fits the spot today. I, I don't hate him, and I'm definitely – I mean, I'm definitely playing some Philly guys. They just don't have receivers. Ertz is probably a lock for me. He's just going to get so much volume in a tight end position. Greg Ward is still cheap. I don't know if I'm going to play him, but, I mean, I, I like these I like these Philly guys. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm you're not going to talk about your boy Miles Sanders? I love him, but again, the running backs like the Howard back too. It's if he is back, that's is pretty. It, cool. I don't think and he's back, I'm, is he? How 
how can they possibly go back to playing? Is he officially active today? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. God, I'd be so disgusted if they gave him a bunch of carries or something. They can't. How can they, man? Miles Sanders has been so good. <sighs> oh no, he's inactive. Yeah, I, I didn't think he was going. But e- either way, like again, I love Miles Sanders. He's one of. I mean, I like Philly, but man, it's I just can't play him today. On there's too many good running backs, and even if I'm playing 150 teams, like I need to narrow my pool to eight running backs or so. Like I can't, I can't play them all. Like every game, we have one or two guys you can play. It's it's crazy. Like there are a lot of viable fantasy options this week. Um, I don't think you're going to win or lose today based on running back. Put it that way, unless your guy lays a stinker. But there's going to be. 10 guys that hit value or above for you. All right. Well, that's, that's good. See, I've given the people all the plays, Tony. That's why I can name off 50 running back. That's how it works. Boop, what do you think about this game? Are you playing anybody in particular here? Uh, the Eagles game? Yes. Yeah, just uh, just Ertz. Like I said, he's the only guy in this game that I'd probably play. I do like the Cooper call. That's a good point because they do get – I mean, these big plays, yeah. it seems like they've just getting – they get pounded by these big plays every week. And, yeah, Cooper, even Gallup is someone you can consider, but uh, tournament plays. How worried are you guys about Dak's shoulder? Uh, I mean, there's definitely some concern. I mean, not ideal situation. I'm kind of worried about it. Yeah, I mean, whenever news like that actually gets out, you have to worry at least a little bit. I mean, I wasn't going to play him, but now that you said it, it does make me like Cooper a little bit less and Zeke a little bit more. All right, yeah. And I don't have band power anymore in Discord. I just found out this is terrible. I can't brush out. Was the somebody jacket. talking trash in there? Uh, the dude just keeps saying the coaching staff's not the same because of Kellen Moore like 50 times. Oh, he's actually doing it? It's not like a error in the – it might be an error, but I don't care. I, I want to ban <laughs> if, you, if you're out there, what's his name? The Fantasy Bros? Yeah. yeah. If you just actually keep typing that, then you need to reevaluate your life. I mean, that is a lot of anger for 8.51 in the morning. Anyway, somebody at RG, give me ban power. I missed that. All right. Uh, Arizona at Seattle, 51 point total. Seattle, eight and a half point favorites. And this is going to be one of those late game hammers where if you're winning money early, beware of this one hoop let's start with you let's start with the seattle side obviously russell wilson is in play for uh seattle at quarterback chris carson is really priced up to an uncomfortable level though with no rashad penny he's getting all the work tyler lockett's got a great matchup dk metcalf a great matchup people are going to play jacob hollister i'm not sure i'm in on that hoop what do we think about the seattle side yeah i mean like i said wilson's the you know number two probably raw projected quarterback this week in terms of fantasy points um, I just, like I said, if I'm getting up there, I think I still prefer to, to go all the way up to Lamar. Um, you know, in, in tournaments, I think Wilson to Metcalf makes some sense, Wilson to Lockett, but I think Carson's the guy you want here. Um, it's just the, it's the type of team there. You know, if they get a lead, they're going to pound it with Carson. Carson's going to have a big game, so I think he's another guy to, to add to the 26 running backs that we've recommended so far. Um, just good spot here against the Cardinals, big team total. Uh, I think the Seahawks defense is a uh, strong play as well. Yeah, my two favorite receivers on the Slater in this game, Tyler Lockett's one of them. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tony, are you in on Lockett with me, or what are you doing with the Seattle side? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like Carson. S- same thing where there's just so many running backs that you have to decide. But I think Seattle handles them pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, I like Lockett. If you can fall into a decent game script where Arizona can score some points, if I was playing a guy like Lockett, I'd for sure play him with some Arizona too, just because 
I don't think he usually crushes if if it's a one-sided game because Seattle, you know how they are when they get that lead, they just want to run it. So I don't know. I, I definitely like him. He looked good last week, but I don't know. I, I'm not in love with this game outside of Carson. I like Christian Kirk a lot. Yeah, I I, lo- I like playing Kirk, Kirk with Lockett. Like yeah. if you somehow fall into a script where it shoots out a little, these guys are going to crush. Yep, and I don't even hate Kyler like. He's nine hundred bucks cheaper. He's running again. Um, I like Kyler to Kirk here. I, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's kind of off the wall because I'm looking at yeah, Kyler. It could definitely be the winner. I mean, Kyler's projected ownership's four percent. Like it is way too low in a spot where they're supposed to be throwing a ton. Where I know who I want to pair him with, and against the defense, it's not all that good. Hoop, you got like that concentrated look on your face. I'm just yeah. No, I'm just. I think, I think Seattle is so overrated, too. Like, this game could be the winner. I might need to look a little closer at this one. Yeah, like, I spent if Arizona of- can get the lead, this game will totally shoot out. Yeah, like, I honestly, I spent a lot of time on this game yesterday, and I'm a big, big fan of Christian Kirk. Guys, if you want to throw some QQs in there, we got through this slate almost early. I know we got to get to the Chiefs and the Bears still, but uh, yeah, go and throw those QQs in there. Yeah, and about Chris Carson, we all said we liked Chris Carson. He's fine. Um, Kenyon Drake, they want to know if we're playing Kenyon Drake. Uh, <laughs> I got good news, guys. Not playing Kenyon Drake. Running back, I don't know. The funny thing is, like, he's not terrible either, but it's just one of those weeks that you just you can't. I mean, you can't Look, play them all. You got to cut it off at 17 or 18 guys, all right? And I feel like <laughs> he was number 19, but I just can't play him. All right. <laughs> all right. Chiefs of the Bears, 44.5 point total. Chiefs, six point favorites. Tony, Mr. Showdown, have you looked at this one yet? I have, yeah. I mean, it's an interesting game, too, because obviously Chicago doesn't have anything to play for. When New England won yesterday, Kansas City doesn't have a ton to play for either. I mean, on the surface they do, but all New England needs to do is beat Miami to get the two seed. I I don't know. Like, it's a tough spot just because everyone's going to like the Chiefs, but they don't necessarily have as much to play for as people might think, so – I don't know. It's kind of a tricky spot where I think the Bears might have some value. The Bears have looked better, too. And, like, Trubisky's look pretty good. It's risky because if Kansas City really plays good, they could pound them. But that's what I like about showdowns. Like, you can play Chicago heavy, and if you're right and Kansas City pulls off a little bit, you could win a lot of money just by going Chicago heavy. Poop, do you have any interest in this game? Uh, For DFS, I mean – Man, if you're playing the, the you know on fantasy draft where it goes all the way through, um, no, not too much. I think it's a good game to avoid. But uh, I like the Bears in the game um, for you know a couple a couple of reasons. Tony said, and then just I don't know. It's like just seems like Bears Sunday night football. I mean, I know they're not in content in contention. Tough place to play. Give me the points in the game. Uh, like the Bears there. All right, we're going to field a few QQs, so guys, throw them in there. We already got a few queued up. We got four minutes, and we're here for you. All right, Tony, Sutton or Cooper? I'm definitely going Cooper here. Yeah, I mean, they're they're pretty close to me, actually. I I like both of them a decent amount. I I think I'd go Cooper, too, but I I like Sutton today. Sutton's pretty sneaky. All right, we got a cash question for you, Hoop. Uh, Pick two of these guys because you can't fit them all. Lamar, CMC, Michael Thomas uh lamar and michael thomas all right um tony do we go michael thomas and caden smith or julio and hooper wait hold oh, on julio and hooper for sure for me question. like yeah, <laughs> julio and hooper is elite. 
Yeah. Yeah, but only if you have Matt Ryan in your lineup, right? In a tournament, you can't if play. You're both playing of them. Julio and Hooper and not Matt Ryan. Like again, you need to reevaluate what you're doing in NFL. If you ever play two pass catchers and not the quarterback, I just think you're doing it really wrong. Yep. QQ, where is CSU Ram? Or can he not figure out Discord? He can't he's, be, yeah, he's gone the since the Discord. He's, he's he's with Hoop. He's 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 on Team Hoop with the the Discord. Can't figure it out. Hey right guys, thing. good news. We know the secret chat is chat is not a Discord. We're <laughs> exactly. There's no way it's on the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who are our top three running backs? Since there are so many, I want to hear Crane's list. That's what I want. I'm pulling it up. You I answer that, QQ. All right, here, I got you. We are going to go. Point per dollar. A point per dollar? Like, who are you going to play? You got one. You're single entry crazy today anyways. Who's your three running backs? I'm going Zeke and Mixon for sure. And, I mean, I don't know. It's like the last guy's whoever fits. Honestly, like, I'm not. It's probably going to be Deion Lewis now that that value's opened up. But, like, it's Zeke and Mixon for me. Is that, cra- is that crazy? I'm sorry. Did I give the right no, answer? No, that's that's it's that's fine. All right, QQ, Philip Lindsay in my tournament lineup on FanDuel. Am I stupid? Yeah, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't play Lindsay. No, we keep talking about how many good running back plays there are. Don't don't force it with a guy like Lindsay. All right, uh, we got Chargers D or Panthers D in cash hoop. Chargers. I think the Chargers D is one of the best plays on the whole slate. I cannot and wait. Why would you play Panthers D today? Yeah. Like, defense Panthers is always D. high variance, but that's not even a good spot all that much. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, Hoop, are three Falcons too many in cash? I don't think so. It's, uh, they got injuries, condensed offense, big team total at home. Just have a lot of things working in their favor. And um, no, definitely not too much. All right, Tony, this one's for you. Ertz and Mixon or Hooper and Carson? That's another good one. But, uh, I mean, Ertz and Mixon are literally my favorite running back and my favorite tight end, so I'll go with those two. All right. Somebody has said, I want to hear Big T's top running backs. (laughs) That's why I asked you to do it because I I don't even have Somebody just said, though, like – I know for sure. I'll do it for for Tony. Here you go. He's playing McCaffrey. He's playing Mixon. And he's playing – um, Freeman. Those the are third. Freeman. Freeman. Okay. Those are for sure my top three. I don't know who's after that though. All right. And somebody says, "Merry Christmas, guys! Great show. Got to go fit in my eighteen running backs." <laughs> Luckily for you, fantasy draft is a place you can do that. You can play four running backs over there. And I would highly, highly, highly suggest if you're playing on fantasy draft today that you do just that. We got to get off here though. We got to make some room. Uh, Give a little bit of time to the Wood Recap Show. That's with Dean and a few other guys that have to work with Dean, those poor, poor souls. I want to make sure, and I think Fantasy Draft responds for the show. Check it out over there, Rake Free DFS. No joke. It's pretty amazing. Click and play the Rake Free DFS because, Rake, it's stupid and it's annoying, and you don't have to pay it on Fantasy Draft. So check them out. We got to go, though. Thanks, Tony and Hoop, for joining me. Thanks to the D-Train for producing. I'm Eric. We'll catch you all later. Peace. What's up, guys? Beer here back in the Fantasy Bar. Six of my favorite plays for you for week 16 over on Yahoo, including a couple running backs in tremendous spots this week. What game am I stacking up? And, of course, my favorite play of the week. Who is it? Belly up to the Fantasy Bar and find out.
Welcome in, guys. Week 16 edition back here in the Fantasy Bar once again. Beers Daily Fantasy Six Pack. Appreciate you stopping by and checking out the video once again. Before we get into the picks for Week 16, guys, do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button. Let you know when the videos are coming out. And also, hit that thumbs up button. Really helps us out there and greatly appreciate it. So, we got that knocked out. Let's take a quick look back at Week 15. And a disappointing week. No doubt the receivers let us down. Nice play on Mixon, getting there against New England. And another good spot this week against Miami. Cook let us down as well. So, all in all, a down week in Week 15. But we bounce back, we get up off the mat, and we turn the page here to Week 16. So, let's do just that. Let's start at the running back position. Devontae Freeman, $22. We really love this spot for Atlanta in general, but especially the running game here. And Freeman specifically, the guy I think is going to get the majority of the work there. The workhorse for the Falcons. We know home favorites, a great spot to target your running backs. And we're looking at Atlanta, seven-point favorites here at home. This offense tends to be better inside the dome. So another box check, Jacksonville, absolutely terrible against the run. Held Josh Jacobs in check a little bit last week. I'm not sure they're going to be able to do that here with Devontae Freeman. So we get another checkbox, a guy that's involved in the passing game, seeing three, four, five targets pretty much each and every week. And the team total, one of the higher ones we have on the slate. Devontae Freeman in a tremendous spot here at home against a terrible Jacksonville Rundy. All right, moving on, we're going to stay at the running back position. Knock out our running backs early here. Stay in that same pricing tier with Marlon Mack of the Colts, $25. So we're going to try this again. We're going to go back to the well here on Marlon Mack in a very good spot at home. Some of these he's done well. Some of these he's let us down. But, but we're going to erase that, get rid of some of the bad memories, and look at the matchup for this week. And again, we get a nice home favorite here against a bad Rundy. We talked about how bad Jacksonville's Rundy. Well, guess who's worse? Carolina last in the league in DVOA against the run which obviously is going to equate to fantasy points allowed. They give up the most there as well. And again, it's been a rough road with Mac, no doubt, but has found the end zone in two of the last three games. Did have a good game recently against that bad Jacksonville run D we talked about. And I think he can do it here once again. You probably get some recency bias. People that have written Marlon Mack off for the season, not going to want to pay that price. Don't be that guy. Let's get him in those lineups this week against Carolina at $25. All right, moving right along. Pick number three here at the tight end position from Jacob Hollister of Seattle. So got to be honest here. Never thought I would say Jacob Hollister and $19 in the same sentence, but here we are, and I think he's going to be worth it. We don't want to overthink this one. Arizona's been that bad against the tight end position. I mean, Ricky Seals-Jones, freaking RSJ, scored two touchdowns against this team last week. And we look at the numbers. We know they give up the most fantasy points. But they give up over four fantasy points per game more than the next worst team against tight ends. So you generally don't see a span that big. That's how bad they've been. 31 targets over the last five games, and that number probably should be higher. That last game kept leaving the game with injuries, so target share was down a little bit. But back at home, I think this is a great spot for the Seattle offense. And the matchup, as good as it gets here, Jacob Hollister, don't be afraid to spend at $19 here against Arizona. All right, we like Jacob Hollister. We like the guy throwing him the ball. Quarterback Russell Wilson, $37. So I really think this could be a contrarian spot here, a team with a high team total, but this price is up there. A couple dollars more, you get Lamar Jackson. You go that route, I'm not mad at you. Lamar obviously gives you the highest ceiling in the game. You know, potential blowout worries there, we'll see. But so going up to Russell Wilson at $37, 
Nobody's going to want to do that. Mahomes is cheaper. Tannehill's cheaper. Drew Brees also cheaper here. So paying up to be contrarian sometimes makes a lot of sense. And this is one of those spots. Also, a lot of people are going to go to Chris Carson in a home matchup with Arizona. No issues with that either. But we're looking for spots we can get different in tournaments. And I think it's the Seattle passing game where we can do that. Quarterbacks. Nobody's giving up more fantasy points to the position than the Arizona Cardinals. And Seattle, a huge team total here, projected for over 30 points in this game. you got to think Russell Wilson involved in that. You want to stack him up with Carson as well. So I really think you can go anyway here with Seattle, but I'll take the path of lower ownership, and I think that's paying up for Russell Wilson, pairing him up here with Jacob Hollister against Arizona here in Week 16. All right, we like that game. That means we need Arizona to do some work. Let's go to the other side with wide receiver Christian Kirk, $19. So first things first, got to make sure he's in the lineup. And I don't want to disclude him thinking he might not play. We're going to put him in here. If he's not in, we'll make the adjustments. So keep an eye in the comment section and on Twitter. But I'm expecting him to be out there. And if he is, we want to get him in that lineup. Eight targets per game over the last five. And like we mentioned, Seattle, big favorites, big team total here. Well, that means Arizona probably throwing a bunch here. I don't think you're going to get four Kenyon Drake touchdowns once again here on the road. Double-digit underdogs here. So we're talking about 10, 11, 12 targets here for Christian Kirk against the secondary. I think it's very vulnerable here. Not anywhere as good as they once were defensively. So I think Arizona can stay competitive in this game, and a big reason why will be Kyler Murray throwing to Christian Kirk under $20 here. Get him in those lineups over on Yahoo. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play on the slate. But before we do that, guys, we're going to run it back. We're going to say thank you once again for the views, the shares, the comments, the loyal bar patrons. We're going to do it once again, our Beast of the Week contest. Closest guests in fantasy points on Yahoo to my Beast of the Week. Going to win themselves a free week of Roto Grinders Premium. Unlocks everything. Gives you access to everything we have. Allows you to get in there and check it out. Or if you are already a loyal subscriber, hey, we'll send you a free Roto Grinders t-shirt right to your doorstep. So, fantasy points in the comment section for my Beast. Who is it? Let's take a look. Time to take a look at the Beast of the Week. Beast time, we're going to go back to the wide receiver position, and we are not done with the Seattle Seahawks. We are going with Tyler Lockett, $26 this week's Beast of the Week. So giving you the old triple stack here, something a lot of people don't do, but think about it. We expect them to score a lot of points. That means there's going to be a lot of production to go around here. And I already mentioned the Seattle passing game potentially going overlooked with everybody looking to Chris Carson. So let's get even more different here with a three-man stack. But as far as Lockett, finally started to see him get going last week against Carolina. You put him at home, this guy's been money in the bank at home. We can erase that awful zero, the bagel against Minnesota. Every other game at home this season, this guy has scored a touchdown. And Arizona has really given it up slot receivers. Not quite as bad as they are against the tight end position, but horrible in the slot. You avoid the Patrick Peterson matchup here. And Tyler Lockett, a little bit too cheap, under $30. Locking him in here, pun intended there. Tyler Lockett, easily my favorite play on Yahoo in this week's Beast of the Week. All right, guys, that wraps up for week 16 over on Yahoo. Any comments, questions, feedback, get in the comment section. Also, reach out and follow me on Twitter, at BeermakersFan. Don't forget, absolutely free to enter. All you got to do, guess fantasy points on Yahoo or Tyler Lockett, closest guest, 
going to win a free week of Roto-Grinders Premium or a free RG t-shirt for Roto-Grinders.com. I am Beer Sansalu. Best of luck this week, guys. Handle DraftKings video already out, so go check that out. That's 12 of my favorite plays for the week when you add them all up. Appreciate you watching, guys, and we'll see you next week. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist. going on roto grinders dean here at steen 7904 if you want to get all technical on me it is 10 10 on the dot on the east coast 7 10 on the west coast 9 10 tennessee time of course it makes time for the flagship show here at roto grinders it's called grinders live it's sponsored sponsored by yahoo today and joining me today three-man booth it's the usual suspects it's uh the feisty the pre-show feisty grant Nefer. batting first leading off what's going on grant um I, I i now realize everything about you because of your deprived childhood <laughs> it's sad it's it sad. is super sad well normally i have to be laying down like paying like 60 bucks to this conversation i feel i mean if you guys really want to have it but uh yeah well i haven't seen the lion king and little mermaid therefore i i don't know i guess you that, that's that's pretty sad man yeah I, my kids know. have seen the lion king i don't need I'm, I'm fine it's okay i don't need i don't need to watch the lion king or little mermaid have you seen mulan no, why? Watch the live action one. It looks fantastic. The live action? I'm going to watch the cats. I've heard great things about cats. Really? Isn't there something with somebody's penis or something in it? <laughs> they had to take it out because apparently it was too... Like, the, what, the, what oh, yeah, scenarios? Jason Derulo. That's that's right. <laughs> what a humble Too big of a penis, yeah. I hate when that happens, having too big <laughs> yeah, of a penis. Yeah, it's a real problem there. in my life. <laughs> We're talking football. <laughs> <laughs> it's week 16. <laughs> Seamless segue. Uh, thanks, Yahoo, for sponsoring the show. Of course, we always want to mention before we uh, break it down, we do position by position here, of course, and uh, we got to give the shout-outs. We have to incentivize the people out there to wear the uh, the RG badge. Of course, you'll be rocking the RG badge throughout the industry. You finish in the top 10 of certain contests. Devin, fabulous multitasking producer. Right as I was saying that, he drops the link in chat. Look at that synchronicity. That's pretty impressive. That's uh, 16 weeks of working together. Uh, check out that link if you guys want to learn about the you – know, get yourself one month free of Roto-Grinders Premium. If you wear the RG badge, you finish in the top 10 of certain contests around the industry. We do like to give the shout-outs to those that have, uh, have done so in the last couple of days. There were some names in the previous show. These are the rest of them. We got Joey Rock, Rave J, Mike Brown 3, and C Griff 79. Thanks for rocking the RG badge. Uh, what's up, Tuttle? How are things? Uh, I guess I'm assuming we're cold these days. Is it cold up north? It's actually, we're, we're having a little bit of a warm front. It's like going to be in like the highs of the 40s this next week or so, which is kind of really weird for this type of time of year. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. Nice weather up in my shorts and everything up here. You wearing the shorts in the, in the 40s? No, I don't, I don't do it outside, but I go from sweats inside to, to athletic shorts once we're oh. in the 40s. Fair enough. Uh, give me the breakdown. Give me the assessment as far as, of course, week 16. We're at a certain point, probably more so next week, when it comes to like what incentivized, uh, what, what teams really want to do at this point in the season. Two weeks until the playoffs start. Lots of teams are out of it, obviously. Uh, we've had some injuries. Of course, the Henry, Henry being out is a big one. Uh, Oakland Jacobs is out as well, too. Uh, give me, uh, you know, the lineup construction, the secret chat. What are we saying today as far as um, as far as building our cascade lineups? I suppose it depends on your shopping to some degree. But, you know, there's the, the locks of locks. There's Lamar. You know, he's just ridiculous. Let's give him the MVP now. There's Mike Thomas. Can't guard Mike. Uh, here's your uh, narrative. Uh, he needs 10 catches to get uh, the all-time uh, receptions lead. I'm not sure if you guys are aware of that. Of course, he has two games to do so. I believe it's Marvin Harrison's record he's yep. going after. Uh, and then our CMC as far as records, like it's the last thing Carolina has to play for going for the all-time uh, yards from scrimmage, which is uh, CJ2K that has him by. He's in striking distance for sure. Eckler, I believe, can get 1,000 yards receiving if he cares about such things like that. Uh, Tuttle, give me the, uh, the, the screenshot as far as the slate. The screenshot is I'm currently updating my rankings uh, <laughs> and boy, oh boy, does it look ugly with the, with the Deshaun Watson and Will Fuller and, oh. and DeAndre Hopkins up at the top of those rankings. We can't make that From go yesterday. away. Yeah. Oof, that's right. That was not great. was not great. But yeah, I mean, you, you basically said it, you, you just gave the chalk line of construction cash games, Lamar Jackson, two cheap running backs, middle tier running back. You can play two expensive receivers if you go that route with Michael Thomas and Julio Jones. Um, it's pretty straightforward this week for cash. I think in tournaments you can get a little bit more creative and simply by just fading one of the cheap running backs, I think is going to lead to kind of a different lineup construction. So I, I think cash is, is pretty straightforward, but tournaments is a little bit more interesting. Yeah, and that's the, we'll talk about running backs in and off, obviously, but like depending on where you're shopping, Washington, uh, Yahoo, the sponsor of the site, you know, Lewis is still minimum. He's 10 bucks. Washington, I think it's $16 over there. And then it's not that much. It's a dollar more for Sanders. It's $2 more uh, for, for Lev Bell with all the revenge there against Pittsburgh. So you probably don't play Washington uh, on Yahoo. I guess you can, but we'll talk about it, of course. Uh, Grant, what say you? You said you told us pre-show you, you were up since 5 in the morning, presumably doing research or maybe watching Lion King for the 17th time. I'm not really sure what you're up to, but uh, and it's what, West Coast time? Well, I guess you've only been up for a couple hours because I didn't do the map. What's up, Grant? And mountain time. We've been through this many times. Um, <laughs> but in any case, it's an interesting little slate. Um, Deion Lewis kind of changed things up again a bit. But, I mean, there's lots of different ways. There's so many good spots on the slate. It's kind of kind of overwhelming. And figuring out who exactly to go with in any given lineup is is a lot tougher than I thought it would be. So, would you guys agree that running backs feel much more uh... – I feel much better running backs today collectively than I do about receivers. Is that an agreement across the board for everybody? I mean, yes and no. Oh. Uh, hmm. I feel pretty darn good about Michael Thomas. <laughs> yep. Well, sure, yes. And okay. who are the Jones I feel decent about? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, like, like, you guys like those guys. <laughs> do you guys live in the world with salary cap or no? Because I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Deion Lewis is very cheap. Washington is very cheap. So it's not too hard to fit Michael Thomas, at least in cash. Okay, how about the dearth? The the the, the uh, you know what? Why receiver ten versus like running back ten? That's yes, collective that's, is what that's I'm talking. That's a different. About. 
Correct. I mean, wide receiver 10, you're still getting Devontae Parker at oh, Jesus. six. I don't know if you've heard, but there's weather in Miami. I mean, Whip out. I, don't, I don't know if you've heard, but there's weather everywhere in the world. <laughs> weather is just Around classified us. as whatever is happening in terms of temperature, wind, cloud cover, air density, and whatnot. So weather is everywhere, team. There's air density right now? Air density is very different wherever you're at. I mean, I live up in Colorado. Elevation and humidity affects air density. I don't know. It's not baseball season anymore, but it's a thing. I didn't realize you were a Kevin Ross understudy. I did want to say, uh, Roth, I pulled up his weather as weather report, and it, it is of note, and it's something that people talked about last night and today. It's going to jump back to it as far as the Miami game. Uh, the, supposedly, the, the, the rain's going to hold off for the most part until after the game, but there is some wind sustained around 15 to 20 miles per hour. He'd say uh, he's saying he'd lean closer to 20 with gusts potentially at 30. Some would argue uh, that maybe this will help the quarterbacks and it'll actually guide the ball into the receiver's hands because of the quarterbacks throwing the ball today. Uh, looking at the uh, the greatest of all time. And Andy Dalton. Yeah, yes. it does I don't think it matters for Fitzy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, the, he's just going to throw rifle. the ball. He's, he's going to go though. He doesn't care. Um, all right, you guys ready to break it down by quarterback? Dive on in. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm just wondering what Tuttle's kids are screaming. Yeah, that's probably an interesting one. I don't know what that one was. <laughs> I just found out that uh, Simba died. Did Simba die? Which one died? We can't tell you. Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> Devin just in our ear cannot <laughs> so understand how Dean is a some a middle aged man somewhere between thirty five and eighty five that hasn't seen the Lion King. Benjamin Button over here. You have no idea how old I am. Um, all right, quarterbacks. Tuttle, open it up. Of course, Dal Jacks. You know, obviously, you want to get yourself a as much Lamar, the MVP. Not even a conversation. He is super expensive. Then there's Russell Wilson, who, like, if you can tell me he's going to throw the ball like 35 times, I love him. He's going to be super efficient against a terrible Arizona team. But you know, they just don't like to throw the ball in, in Seattle when they're ahead, and they're presumably going to be ahead here against Arizona. And I'm just kind of scared that Russ throws the ball like 23 times. Of course, in tournaments, you can make your own narrative. You can, you know, you can create your own score and say, well, what if this happens? But as of right now, I don't really feel great about it. Uh, Breeze in Tennessee. Drew Breeze is like me. He's much better inside. I don't want to go outside. He doesn't want to go outside either. Uh, I prefer him at home in the dome. What are you, is, is Dak Prescott, can he throw footballs? I've heard he, I've heard he can't throw a football, which seems concerning. All of a sudden, he's turning to Tim Tebow or something. Uh, and then Matt Ryan's pretty cheap. Sure, in the dome. We like that against Jacksonville. Pretty terrible. That Atlanta offense looks pretty good as far as their key pieces. Uh, jump in here. You're, this is yours, Tuttle, as far as how we're handling the quarterbacks. Yeah, in cash games, I just don't see a reason to not play Lamar Jackson now that we have all this value. Um I think if you needed or wanted to make a case for Russell Wilson, like you mentioned, he would kind of be the secondary option, but really do think volume is going to be a concern there or should be a concern as it has been all season long. Um, so th- those are kind of my, my two cash game options. Again, I think you can pretty easily pay up for Lamar. So I, I think it's, it's kind of straightforward there um, in tournaments. You mentioned some guys, I'll throw Kyler Murray into the mix. I think he's um, an interesting tournament option at his price tag. We mentioned that Miami game, uh, whether or not that was one of my favorite games to stack here is uh, the beginning of the week started. I'm souring on it a tiny, tiny bit, but uh, I still do like it. I, I think both quarterbacks in that game are fine tournament options as well. Um, in general though, this week I'm kind of down on, quarterback position as a whole outside of the top guys um 
I'm not going to make the case for Will Greer. I'll let uh, I'll let Grant do I'm that. I'm sure Grant will. He'll be happy yeah. to do it. <laughs> I'm going to sit that one out. But uh, <laughs> yeah, for me, the, the priority, I think, at this point in time, in kind of that middle tier would be Tyler. Uh, I'm fine with Matt Ryan, too, but I think that Atlanta stack is going to get a lot of ownership in tournaments, which I'm fine with in general, but uh, probably not going to go that route. I, uh, I pulled up our ownership projections as of right now, and I guess we can show it here in the screen here. Sure, why not? D-Train, make it happen. Uh, Lamar, not surprising, the most uh, projected, the most owned quarterback today. And, of course, Jimino and his team are all over this, and, you know, projections will be more and more refined uh, the closer and closer we get the lock. Uh, as of right now, Lamar, we're seeing 17%. Wilson at 14%. Ryan at 11%. Uh, you mentioned Tuttle. I'm curious because you mentioned Dalton and Fitzpatrick, and then they're, they're three and they're, they're four and five here in the family feud board. Is it because the weather is scaring you to some degree, or it's probably more likely – that because the uh, value opened up a, a running back and now all of a sudden we have the, we have the funds that the spend up at a quarterback because the week didn't, it looked differently on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, as it does today. Is that sort of the thought process? What do you say? You can spend yeah. Up? Yeah. A little bit. Um, and I'm, I've just gaining a little bit more steam on Kyler too, is kind of the main reason um, I like him in that spot. So it, it's less to do with those guys in that game and more that I'm, I'm starting to come around on Kyler. Um, the other guy that I'll throw in that's going to be extremely low owned uh, who has shown us actually pretty decent upside this season is Daniel Jones would be the the last guy I'll throw in. We have him currently projected at 3% ownership on DraftKings. Um, again, uh, kind of, I think the main problem this week is it's tough to find those guys that have 30 point upside. Um, and Daniel Jones, again, I think stopped that number three times so far this, this season on DraftKings. So he's the guy that has it there. So I, I'm kind of liking him a little bit in tournaments as well. Who are you pairing with, uh, Slayton? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's the problem. <laughs> um, Tate? Yeah, that's the problem, naked? really. You yeah. can go naked, for sure, with, with that rushing upside as well, um, which might be the play, you know, if there's no clear-cut stack option, because he does have three guys that can get a bunch of targets, and Barkley can catch the ball as well. I, I think naked is fine. Jump in here, Grant. Uh, feel free to talk about, you know, L. Jackson, Wilson, your boy Wilson. Uh, Ryan, it's kind of in the mid-tier. I think it's kind of sort of interesting if you land on it. So be it. It's perfectly fine uh, against that Jacksonville team. It's not uh, very good. Um, but uh, what are you doing? I, I know your boy is Fitzpatrick. Uh, I don't know if he's your boy today necessarily. But uh, and Greer, are you going to give the Greer pitch because we need him now? Or did we ever need him? Because he's, you know, not a great football player is, th- is our understanding. But Does that really matter? Well, to some degree, like running backs doesn't matter, but I think it matters a quarterback, doesn't it? I mean, no. Yeah, it matters a quarterback. I mean, it matters a little bit. Everything matters at every position every single week. But regardless, uh, LJX, he's your play in cash. With all the value, you play him. Great play in tournament still. Wilson, I'm not really on at all. Uh, Game script, like they're just going to run the ball. They do it Every single time, was probably not going to get the volume. He's still going to be heavily owned. I see no real reason to play him unless you're full on game stack in that game and run it back with Kirk or Drake. So Wilson, is, I'm just kind of out on. Ryan, it looks like he's going to get a decent amount of ownership. He's fine. I'm probably not going there. Tannehill's one of the interesting guys. So Tannehill's sitting there at 6.6K over on DK. I think $29 over on Yahoo. Can't remember off the top of my head, but like without Henry in that offense, he's going to be slinging the ball. Um, it's a great place to pair him with Brown, who we're worried about him getting double-digit targets. Isn't that right there, Tuttle? Um, is it right? 
I think I said I would be surprised, and I was. I, I didn't say that it wasn't going to happen. Oh, both of you guys just backtracking every single time. R- run oh. the tape back. I said surprise. <laughs> Check the tape, Grant. You have a job. Um, but Tannehill, like, he's got the volume's going to be there. He's been hyper efficient all season long, and he just hasn't seen the volume in almost any matchup. He finally got it last week going up against Houston. The last time they had it, he threw 39 passes versus Carolina. He ended up with 28 points. Like, without Henry in that offense and with a pass-catching back like Deion Lewis, the upside is definitely there for him. He's going to come in at low ownership. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I mean, Garoppolo put up, what, 40 points against this New Orleans team? Granted, it was over in New Orleans, but still, Tannehill absolutely has some upside. I like the Kyler Murray call. I'm right there with him on Kyler. Like, he has the rushing upside. He has all the upside, and people forget how good he was at fantasy production prior to getting injured, and so he seems to be healthy now in a divisional game. Seattle's defense isn't that great. I think Clowney's out still. Um, so Murray is still a good play. Rivers going up against Oakland. Um, there it is. Yeah, you're right. Uh, look, am I wrong? Is he not a good play, Dean? He's fine. Like, he's not in the family feud board. I mean, I think he is on the family feud board. He's I said we 100 people before the show. Like, one person said it, and like normally they, they don't put every name on there. That's what it just missed it, the board. Definitely missed I, the board. Yeah, well, he's he's probably one of those four percent, six percent when there's like five on the board and the majority of them go to the top few. But River is absolutely fantastic like going up against Oakland. We know who we could pair him with. We pair him with Allen. We pair him with Eckler. We pair him with Mike Williams. So he's a great play here at five point seven k. Probably not going Dak. I'm a little bit worried about that injury. Fitzpatrick absolutely still play him even with the wind. Like it's going up against Cincinnati's terrible defense. Like, people give too much credence to win, but a lot of these stadiums actually, like, they deflate the amount of wind that actually goes into the stadium. And it's more applicable for long downfield passes because the wind is more at the top of the stadium there, unless it's over in Chicago and Soldier Field where wind actually comes down and funnels onto the field. So I don't think it has too much of an effect over in Miami. So Fitzpatrick is still very much in play. We thought about fading it last week. and Well, we did fade him last week, and – wasn't a great idea. He still had a pretty good game. Parker, had we fade him every week, basically. I think you only you can speak for yourself. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, he wins Millie Makers. That's what he does. He hasn't won a Millie Makers since like 1972. Uh, since week one last year and week four last year. Is that really true? Like, you know that off the dome, like week one and week yes, four last he year? He won the Millie Maker at a 1% ownership when he went for 45 points with Mike Evans and Godwin going absolutely ham. He oh, wanted to play for times. He had different receivers. <laughs> yeah, well, I think he came close to winning the Millie Maker. What was it, four weeks ago when he put up 30? Yeah, I mean, all right. <laughs> Dean, he, there's 32 quarterbacks in the league. He wins at a drastically high, the Millie Maker at a drastically higher rate than other people. It's just math, Dean. Him More so than Will Greer, you're saying? Uh, Will Greer is interesting at 4.3K, but like, I think. I have more interest in him now than I did prior to the Derrick Henry news just because he's going to come in at lower ownership because people don't need to play him now that they have Lewis and they have Washington. Like, there's really not a whole lot of points. So, paying down a quarterback instead of paying down a running back, Greer can still go for a decent game. Like, it's absolutely within the realm of possibilities. He can dump the ball off. Like, he has three high-volume targets plus Greg Olson where he can throw 40 times in this game, 45 times in the game. We saw Allen do – a similar thing, like just throw the ball 45 times a game and only end up with 250 yards and a few touchdowns. He did it constantly. Greer's probably going to be the same. And, I mean, let's be honest, is he that much of a downgrade? 
Well, that's the thing, right? Like we saw how terrible Allen was and they still took forever to make that change, which tells me that they know how terrible Greer is too. That's sort of my thought process. Look at literally, we have a perfect correlated scenario or similar scenario in Denver. We saw how terrible Flacco was. And the only reason they dropped down to the next guy was because of an injury. Maybe I, who knows? Well, Flacco was like a name still. He's still a name brand. Oh, was Cam Newton not a name? Well, he was not in the conversation. We're not, well, he, Cam Newton was the starter at the beginning of the season. They switched to Allen after an injury. And then Allen was a lot like Broncos' second-string quarterback, which I can't even remember, who wasn't very good. And then they go to Locke, and Locke's actually doing something. Like, Let's be honest. Third-string quarterbacks are still guys that, in decent matchups with decent weapons around them, can put up big enough numbers. And Greer is priced so cheap. That I'm not going to be surprised at all if he crushes. I would be. Uh, Tuttle, you already kind of passed on that. You have nothing positive to say about Will Greer, so you're going to say nothing at all? Um, I mean, I'll, I'll say one, probably one of the biggest downfalls as a DFS player would be assuming that coaches are rational. So I'm, I actually kind of side with, with uh, Grant on this one. Um, Suck it, Dean. <laughs> I think I think that's actually a very common mistake people make is that they kind of assume coaches are making rational decisions or are, are good decision makers, but we see them make terrible decisions on a, a weekly basis with many different aspects of the game. Um, doesn't mean that I'm really loving Greer all that much, but I'm kind of, kind of agree with the point that probably can't be much worse than what it was, and we've seen Kyle <laughs> Allen put up some decent fantasy performances in this offense. Yeah, but okay, if we're going to dig down there uh, in the nonsense, why don't you just play Haskins over Greer? Because we know how bad he is. Greer <laughs> is unknown. We You'll take know what's behind door number two? <laughs> I mean, volume's a thing, too. Like, we know the Redskins do not want to pass the ball. Uh, but they, they have a nice matchup there against the Giants. And... Yeah, they have a nice matchup. But, you're I mean, if you're going with Haskins, you're hoping that he's extremely efficient, which is, I mean, not all that likely considering his accuracy. But the matchup could give him a boost in efficiency, but you're still looking at, you know, 25 passing attempts whereas you gotta get the ball to adrian you gotta see what you have in adrian Peterson in, in 2019 and we they probably will 16. just grind peterson to be honest but <laughs> i mean with uh bringing up kyle allen's passing attempts here it's been over 40 the past three weeks like they're gonna i, I feel much more confident he's he went here's his uh kyle allen's last five games or so 41 41 46 36 50 43 you know carolina if they're down they're gonna pass the ball like you don't know that with Washington. Are we afraid to play Dak and that's just it? Like, they're probably going to shoot him up. The drugs are great in the NFL. Uh, what is it, Tortorol? Uh, I presume they're going to shoot him up. And, like, there was the rumor that, like, he was in the huddle last week saying he can't throw the ball, which is concerning to some degree. Uh, of course, the matchup here against Philly is pretty good. And uh, Wentz on the other side, I wish he has guys to throw the ball, throw the ball to. Of course, there's Ward. I, I mean, that's not much to get excited about, but he is cheap. You want to pair him. And, of course, the tight ends are lurking as well. Do you guys uh, – well, Grant, I'll go to you as far as Dak. It's, you kind of hinted at it. You're afraid to play him? Yeah, I, I'm much more interested in um, – what's his name? Zeke. Zeke. Uh, like, I probably will have one Dak stack. Uh, just hope – like, there's always the chance that he has one of those massive games going up against Philly. But realistically, he's not a guy that's really on my board. He's 6.4K. There's other guys I'd rather go with. One guy I haven't mentioned yet is Drew Locke. Um we know he can put up big numbers. Detroit's horrible versus opposing quarterbacks. If Locke actually has the volume, then he can crush here. 
Yeah, that's a big if. Um, you know, Detroit is so bad. I don't know how much they're going to have to do. But he does have a, a ridiculous receiver, and that's kind of sort of the same thought process as far as I don't, you know, I don't know if we're going to say uh, – Terry. I, I just like Terry McLaurin today versus the Giants, and he can, like, you know, break a 20-yarder and make it an 80-yarder. That's kind of like an interesting piece. I don't know if you necessarily need to pair him with Haskins, but I do want to grab some Terry shares. And uh, Sutton's awesome too. Sutton seems legit, like a really good receiver. It's just he's kind of stuck in a, a, a rough situation there. Uh, what do you say here, Tuttle? Is, is this not necessary? We, we mentioned guys like Luck uh, and who else are we talking about? What are terrible names? That, 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 Greer uh, and Haskins. Are we just done with quarterback? We got to move on? Well, I kind of just think with the, the Dak situation, there were reports this morning that he's looked a little bit better, um, can make the throws he needs to play, throw, and can hit downfield if, if necessary. Um, I just think the way that I'm kind of treating the Dak scenario is if I'm grabbing exposure, I'm going to make it limited exposure and just take some of his receivers as one-offs as opposed to, you know, spending more resources on a stack or something like that. Uh, so I actually do like, I mean, any other spot we would be talking about like Amari Cooper, or Michael Gallup is just an yeah. absolute smash spot for them. So I do like taking the those guys as kind of one-offs as opposed to just completely stacking this game because I do think – They'll focus on running the ball with Zeke. I think that's likely going to happen. But also think that one or both, of the probably one, not not both at the same time, will still see enough volume and has enough upside um, to, to be a fine tournament option. I was in our chat and they were asking about Wentz. That's why I kind of threw him out there. It doesn't sound like either one of you guys are all that interested. Yeah. Yeah. Semi. Not, not very, though. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, just going to let that one go. Um, all right, <laughs> running backs. You know, the interesting thing here, Tuttle, is that we have value like, with, with some cheap running backs. And, of course, you can only play so many. You can play three on Yahoo. You can play four on DK, three on DK as well. Wait, yeah. Uh, just kind of figuring out how many we can play. And we talked about the Deion Lewis all of a sudden becomes an instant cash play. It makes a lot of sense here. It's still minimum. Uh, on Yahoo, I believe he's four, three on DK, which is a good price. Not like an amazing price, but definitely good. Uh, DeAndre Washington, of course, is cheap there as well. And we presume he's going to have at least a – the majority of the touches there against the Chargers with Jacobs being out. And, you know, CMC is just a lock button, but it sounds like the construction title, we kind of hinted at it earlier, is spending up on the big-name receivers, or we'll talk about in a second, no surprise, Thomas and Julio, and maybe not playing CMC, which, again, seems sort of weird, but I get it because, you know, the value plays are better at running back as they are at receiver. That's just kind of how it goes down as far as lineup construction. And uh, does it hurt? Does it help? Do we care? Who the run the quarterback is for Carolina because again this guy does not look very good but Allen wasn't very good and CMC thrived as well. Why are we saying this guy doesn't look very good? Because he was not good in college. He doesn't run. Uh, there's a reason why this guy wasn't playing. He's not good in college. Have you looked at his college stats? He has no. Well, it's West Virginia. They, they they're good against everybody. With what's his name? Geno Smith was like a top five pick at West Virginia. Come on. Y'all, he, no, he was 31st. He almost dropped out of the first round. Whatever, man. Second over. People were talking about him as a top five pick. but he got a well injury on Geno Smith. <laughs> well, and who knows how his career would have done if I didn't, what, break his jaw? Yeah, he would have been a, a Hall of Famer. Well, yeah, let's let's be honest. If he got drafted by, what, the Jets? <laughs> yes. That's, that's a re- real recipe for success. Look at Darnold. <laughs> well, I mean, look, in the pedigree with uh, Greer is not, you know, whatever. Fair enough. What do you think of CMC today? Uh, I think CMC is a fantastic play. He's probably a guy that's going to be in my cash game lineup. But running back is just stacked. I mean, looking at my options, 
not even including Deion Lewis and Washington, who are just super cheap. I have 12 guys that I'm looking at, at least. Uh, it's a big family a, feud board. Yeah, it's a massive family feud board. And like looking at ownership, every, everything's just kind of kind of be spread out. And I'm likely going to be a fish that just ends up probably with the field on most of these guys. Like, I, hey, hey Tuttle, you want to play the feud? You want to guess these 12 guys? Do you have the 12 you have list in front of you, Grant? Uh, yeah. What am I doing? We're going to play the few. We're going to guess his 12 running backs. Uh, I'm going to say CMC is on the board. Yep. This It's his player pool? Yeah, apparently. Zeke. Yep. Are we going back and forth? If you ever played the few, we need three Yeah, stripes, go, back right? and, go back and forth. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say you got to have a – I mean, feel free to talk about these guys too. We talk about Zeke and like maybe if Dak is things, uh, they lean on a little bit more historically. I know he's been good against Philadelphia as well for what it's worth. Uh, how about Joe Mixon? I'm going to say Joe Mixon's on the board, Grant. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic matchup. Weather being a big concern gives him a bump. Yeah, too cheap. Also, I'll the take, Dolphins. I'll, I'll take the DeAndre Washington layup. Yep. We'll get him and Lewis out of the way. Yeah, uh, yeah I got Lewis. Back yeah, to you. That's fine. Devontae Freeman. Ah, that Freeman, was my next yep. name. Oh, every single week, Grant touts. He loves to he, – he, he's contractually obligated to tout four chargers. So Melvin <laughs> Gordon, yeah. Melvin Gordon is he on? I'm going to say Melvin yep. Gordon's on your board. Hey, let's talk about Melvin Gordon because um, he's going to be a free agent, right? And it was kind of messy with the signing this year. Do they want to play him? Do they want to play Eckler? Uh, they they've shown that they want to play Gordon. Gordon's getting 20 touches on a consistent basis. Outside of blowouts, he gets 20 touches. He has massive touchdown equity. He's still involved in the receiving game. They're going to use him in the red zone, but they'll use Eckler a little bit too. Eckler's more of the receiving option. If they're up in this game, but it's not with, the, but it's still within range for Oakland and not a complete blowout, then they will be feeding Melvin the ball consistently in the second half because they have no reason to run Eckler to the ground. All they want is to get him that thousand yards receiving in order to get him that nice little record. So if they're up, they're probably not going to be throwing the ball to him too much. Uh, it's a great spot for Melvin. He's too cheap at 5,600 in essentially the same role we saw last year around this time of year where he was around seven and a half K. Yeah. I was listening to the, uh, the ownership report show, which is one of my favorite shows here at RG with the, the wonderful Christopher Jamino. We always say negative. Well, I don't want to say always say we only point out Jamino like, Oh, that ownership's wrong by 3%. Screw you, Jamino. We never say anything nice. So yeah. Jamino I always a- say nice things to you, you know. Well, you, you say mean things about his ownership projection sometimes. I've never said mean behind things. Behind his back, I'm talking about. You'll, no, you'll behind his back, no. All I say is nice things. <laughs> the point is, uh, it's a great You're show. trying to slander me. I, I call slander. I call erroneous on all counts. The same way you're trying to slander me and Tuttle was saying, well, with A.J. Brown, no chance he can get 10 targets. Ah. I mean, if I actually had free time, I'd probably go back and watch the tape. You I, have I, I said surprise. Like I'm a hundred percent positive. I said surprised, hundred <laughs> percent. But I'm also a hundred percent positive on my next pick that I really want to get out because this is like an all-time grand play. Who is Ooh. it? Adrian Who's Peterson. It he is on the board. Unbelievable. Oh, unbelievable! Unbelievable! They're still giving him twenty touches a game in a great. <laughs> that spot. is unbelievable, but it is happening. <laughs> uh, but the point I was making, by the way, uh, the show I like with the ownership report was uh, with Escott. He's a he's a Chargers fan. He's really really good at uh, DFS, and dudes won some finals as well. Uh, he was talking up Eckler for what it's worth. I, I I think he liked both, but don't quote me on that. But I know he definitely liked Eckler as well. Uh, and Grant. So the thing is with with Gordon, I, I actually didn't watch the game. What was the snap count like after he lost his second fumble? Because that's the thing, right? So I, I mean, was gonna, go ahead. like 
after he lost the second fumble, that might be a thing. The problem is, like, it was more favoring Eckler playing. Uh, so it's not – it wouldn't be an entire cor- correlation between, oh, he lost the second fumble. It's They were getting blown out, and he lost the second fumble. Uh, for what it's worth, the entirety of the game, as far as the snap count last week, Gordon at 40%, Eckler at 48%, and Justin Jackson got some run uh, yep. at 21%. They dusted him off. Uh, back-to-back weeks now, Justin Jackson's got 20% of the snaps for what it's worth. Back-to-back blowouts. Are we still playing? We're still playing the field. Oh, Chris Carson, he's on the board. You're, you're, yep. you're, yeah, you're a Seattle fan. So talk to me about be Carson. over 12. Uh, Carson. Miles Sanders. There we go. I think that's pretty much the end of it. Uh, Barkley was the last one that you guys weren't going to get. That's the board? Why did we just end the game? We were still we were batting a 1,000. I mean, actually, there's, there's one disjointed. other guy. There's one other guy. Uh, Kenyon Drake. Uh, no. no, but he's, he just missed the board. Oh, uh, is, Similar okay. price range. I'm going to say Philip Lindsay. Nope. Oh. Similar price, Marlon Mack. That's it. Yeah, yeah, nice that's the helicopter. The helicopter absolutely got me on Mack. I'm like, I wasn't really thinking about him. I'm like, well, he's spoken. It's going to happen. It made, it made me look at him, but I don't, I don't know if I can pull the trigger still. Carolina has a terrible Mac. run D. Yeah, I mean, that's literally, like, that's the... That's the reasoning for Mac. That, well, the reasoning it. is Carolina has a terrible run D. Mac gets tons of volume. Like he was injured, but prior to being injured, he was getting twenty touches a game. They've been in a lot of bad games, some blowouts, and that's the re- and he was coming out back after injury. But you look at the games prior: Jacksonville, one hundred and nine yards rushing, fourteen attempts. He got injured in that game. Miami, nineteen rushes, seventy-four yards. Pittsburgh, 21 rushes, 19, 18, 29. He's averaging over 20 a game. We want a bell cow uh, back. He is absolutely that. And he's going up against a terrible Carolina defense, up against a a QB making his first start, which he may put up big points. I've heard great things about him on this show. (laughs) He may may be Jameis Winston. He may be Nathan Peterman, in which case he's probably (laughs) going to throw some interceptions, get them in good field range, because we see it all the time with Jameis Winston. Like, his biggest, Will Greer's biggest comparison is Nathan Peterman, which means he's going to sling it, but he's probably going to turn the ball over. So we know that they're probably going to be in decent field position off. We could potentially see a three-touchdown game from Marlon Mack here. He's this week's Drake. Uh, for what it's worth, last two weeks, 41% of the snaps for Mack uh, was first week back after being out for a couple weeks, and then last week was 45%. I know it was a blowout last week, but uh, – I guess that's sort of my question is like, what, what is their incentive to push Mac at like 75, 80, 90% of the snaps? I mean, yeah, there's not much. There's not much. That's right? the problem. That, that is the problem, but that's also why his ownership is going to be lower. He's not projected for 10% ownership. Yeah, I know, but I, it's a, it, you got to weigh everything and there's a lot of good running backs that. Well, just is Andy technically eliminated? And he also doesn't catch footballs. Like I, I like a running back that can catch the football. Oh, maybe. really, Dean? I've never heard you say that before. But is Indy technically eliminated? I believe, I believe they so. are. Yeah, I, no. be- I believe it's like a nine, like a two percent chance. Or isn't the thing because because this is why everyone was yelling about the Titans this morning, and Rappaport's like, "Well, this game is technically meaningless, or this game's meaningless." But then everybody was like, "No, actually, if everybody ends eight and eight between the Titans, the Colts, and the Steelers, then I think the Colts actually get in." Yeah, so let's let's go through like the math logic. Assuming a fifty percent like win rate on the next two games, both the Steelers and the Titans, that's twenty five percent chance that each of them end up at losing both games, and then what is it? Uh, 
8.7% chance in all likelihood that both of them end up at eight and eight. If you have an 8.8% chance at the playoffs, are you going to try and win? Yes. And it's even worse considering that the Titans are playing the Saints today, likely going to be a loser. Steelers going up against the Jets, which it does not set up as a good spot for them, considering Jets have been great at home and they have a very good run D. Steelers' offense can't really do too much. And Steelers are all but guaranteed to lose against the Ravens, even if they're playing backups. I just pulled up a 538's prediction to make the playoffs uh, percentage-wise with math and all that. Uh, the Colts don't have a percentage. I think they're out. Are they? Tennessee at 57%, Dallas 55 Philadelphia 45 Pittsburgh 42 Everybody else is in. Everybody Let's else see, is Colts out. beat the Titans once. They beat them twice. The Colts get the tie break. I, I, I've been through this this morning on, on Twitter <laughs> because because Rappaport tweeted the NFL research thing that was like, hey, this game is has absolutely zero meaning. And then everybody's like, no, actually it does, blah, blah, blah. Cleveland and Oakland have less than a 1% chance, according to this. But again, unless it's – So maybe Oakland's the team that if they win, if, if Oakland – but then, yeah, I don't – I don't. I think. Yeah. Out. Why would we, we should move on, right? Yes. We uh, should. Carson. Uh, he's going to get the volume. He's going to end up with twenty-five carries. He has touchdown equity. Arizona defense is terrible. He's priced up, which is going to draw a little bit of ownership away from him. Carson's a fantastic play. Twenty-five carries. So that's what twenty-six touches for Carson. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's well, Dean. He's averaging over two receptions a game. In what? The last five. <laughs> on the season he's averaging around two and a half give, give me uh, your favorite mid-tier running back at grant i know you have a big list there you know guys like freeman guys like gordon uh you know your favorite mid-tier guy freeman gordon and mixon all stand off as the better point per dollar plays but the better tournament play is miles sanders uh going up against dallas we all know that there's not too much in terms of guys to throw to for wins they're probably going to be running two tight end sets which is better for miles sanders He's getting involved in the receiving game a lot recently. And on top of that, Dallas funnels targets to opposing running backs. Like, Miles Sanders is one of the best tournament plays on the entire board today now that Howard's been ruled out. Uh, same question, Tuttle. Favorite mid-tier? Devontae Freeman for cash, I would say. Um, can you play agree. three Falcons in cash? You can. Yeah. You're not going to feel great about it. but yeah, I, I feel great about it. You could play four in theory. Yeah. But, like, you know. It's you want probably... to throw Matt Ryan into the mix? Yeah, I mean, in theory, you can get him in there. But you don't I, mean, I think to. the smart move is to play four Falcons in, like, your triple-ups. <laughs> uh, okay, you're going to fade one of these two guys. You're going to fade Lewis or Washington, Tuttle. Who are you fading? Oh, man, I think it's DeAndre Washington. Tell me why. I'm not confident – but I think Lewis has the better path to a bigger workload. I feel more confident in Lewis getting 60 to 70% of the work than Washington. Uh, week 14, for what it's worth, that Jacobs missed. Washington played 63% of the snaps. Richard played 39% of the snaps. And uh, Alec Ingold played 13% of the snaps. Yeah, so- they were also leading in that game. Richard will be more heavily involved if they are – behind which is the more likely scenario with the chargers and jacksonville's defense against the run is just one of the worst in the league so it was more advantageous for them to run this is not a good game script i'm not i don't really want to play either uh deon lewis or washington in tournaments i think you're better off paying two extra k for melvin gordon for mixon for freeman for sanders like 
it gives you a drastically different build in the field, and you're not paying up that much more. It's not like these guys are priced at 3K. They're above 4K. But that's a good segue to receiver, Grant, because that means you can't have both, almost definitely can't have both, of Mike Thomas and Julio. Uh, you can't have one, both those guys. Which one are you fading? Uh, both falling up a cliff. What do you say? 100% I'm fading Julio over Michael Thomas. Tuttle? Correct. That was not said with confidence. Your voice cracked. Yeah, you looked like you were about to choke up and have tears. (laughs) It's correct. (laughs) Well, now it just sounds like you're forcing it. Uh, Well, tell me why that's correct, Tuttle. Uh, Because Michael Thomas catches a lot of balls. Can't guard him? Can't guard Mike. 33 or 13, whatever his... And you know that Breeze is going to start off the game with four throws to Michael Thomas, knowing that he's going to catch every single one so the Breeze can break the record. Julio got 20 targets last week. By the way, I will take my big old L. For, I, I said the fade L Julio on this very show last week. It did not. Uh, it was not a good week for your boy. Did not end well either with that touchdown, that walk-off. But, uh, I, will I, mean, say, I will say the angle you could take to fading Michael Thomas would be... Tennessee doesn't want this game. They don't care about it. Turns into a blowout, and that pretty much neuters Thomas. Hey, correct me if I'm wrong. Did we just not talk about Kamara? Yes, we did not talk about Kamara. I have zero interest in him. I mean, he's been terrible all season outside that one week. I think we had those two touchdowns. Was that week two or something like that? Yes, that's the only week where he got a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's winning more money makers than uh, than Kamara's, according to Grant stats. Um, It's not been a good year for him. The price is down in some places. Are we just we didn't talk about him for a reason. We're just not playing him. We were we are playing him based on hyper efficiency for several years. Like Murray's still involved in the running game. Thomas is having an explosion here. They're not the run first team that they always have been in the past. So yeah, no, I have no reason to play him. All right, so Tuttle, let's go back to receivers. We love Thomas. We love Julio. We prefer Thomas over Julio. Both have very good plays. And this is kind of what I was talking about in the before in the show, like, you know, the running back depth. Like, Grant's got 12 running backs on his board. I don't have 12 receivers they feel good about this week. Um, you know, I guess you can't feel good about every single play necessarily. Lockett, same story as with Russ. Like, if they're behind or even the game's kind of sort of close, love Lockett there against Arizona, but they might shut it down, uh, you know, mid-third quarter or even at halftime or something like that. For sure, he's a great play. The Cincy receivers, uh, well, I'm looking at Boyd can kind of sort of be interesting against Miami. Parker, I don't mind. That win to some degree is not very appealing. Grant's boy, uh, Keenan Allen, uh, I like him a good bit just because the matchup and the price is pretty positive. But I don't know, Tuttle. Like, it just kind of gets murky really fast. And as far as the cheap receivers, you'd think week 16 we'd have some guys, but, like, not really. It's a couple guys, but I don't feel good about it. What's your assessment here? Yeah, I do like Tyler Boyd quite a bit. Um I've had to refrain from tagging him as a cash game option as I'm on cash tags. I think I have him tagged on some sites. I'll have to check that out. Is that a win-related take? Um, no. I mean, okay. he would be the guy least affected by wind. I, I, I do have him tagged. I, I, I tagged him. Projections don't like him, which is kind of why I'm a little bit hesitant on tagging him as a cash game option. But I do love him a lot this week. I think – the target totals will be there. I've, we've already talked about liking this game in general, uh, especially if wind or uh, rain's not involved. Weather seems to be trending in a better direction for this game. The over-under or the total has not moved. I think the, the total's moved like half a point, uh, which does not make me worried about, you know, wind affecting this game really at all. 
Um, that's, that's pretty much normal line movement throughout the week. Um, so yeah, I, I think Boyd is a pretty strong candidate for double touch, double digit touches or double digit targets, I should say. Extremely good matchup for him as well. So yeah, I, I like Boyd quite a bit. Can we trust uh, the injured? He's going to give it a go, as far as we can tell. And of course, they have nothing to play for. Can we trust Christian Kirk in cash games? I don't think so in cash. Yeah. I just don't, yeah, you, I, there's, there's probably not a reason. The, the crazy thing is on DraftKings where you need the savings. Larry Fitzgerald is probably can be considered a cash game option. It doesn't feel great. No. Uh, but like you mentioned, the, the, the pool is not deep. Um, at wide receiver. I, I do think these running backs are better value plays, but if you're sold on going cheap at one receiver spot, then I do think Larry Fitzgerald is a cash game candidate on DraftKings specifically. Grant, retort or throw out some new names. Mike Williams. No, you good? Oh, am I wrong? He's fine. He's fine. He's getting what, 17 points a week for the last three weeks? I'm for Allen, his teammate. Yeah, well, um, we live in a world of a salary cap, and he's oh. thirteen hundred cheaper. So, second dean. Uh, but there's there's a lot of good guys in the mid tier. I I really like Allen. I really like Mike Williams. I really really like Sutton. I mean, obviously Detroit's been terrible versus opposing passing games, and Sutton he had a bad week last week, but he's clearly got a connection with Locke. Uh, if Fant misses, then he's going to get even more volume thrown his way. So Sutton's a fantastic play. AJ Brown uh, probably getting ten targets this week. Guys, nope. I'll take the under. Um, now we <laughs> want to do a shotgun white claw bet. Oh, God. I'll shotgun anything but a white claw. That was <laughs> done. That was right, just well, terrible. Just shotgun a beer. Well, we got okay. a shotgun bet. Um, okay. AJ, we yeah, we can end it with week seventeen. AJ Brown, like he's been hyper efficient. Now he gets a spot where the game script favors him, and the guy has what three games of over twenty six points in the last four weeks. This is a perfect spot where they're going to throw the ball more and Eric Henry isn't going to be involved because he ain't playing. So A.J. Brown, fantastic play. T.Y. Hilton, a fantastic tournament play. He's 6.4K, and we know what his upside is. I get what happened last week, but the game was completely blow. He's still got nine targets. Not going to be surprised if he gets 12 targets here, even against a team that they're probably going to be winning against pretty heavily and they're running, going to be running the ball. So Hilton, fantastic tournament play. Um Amari Cooper, like, I'm worried about Dak, but he still has upside. Devontae Parker, prior to last week or two weeks ago, and he didn't play last week, uh, he was – hell no, he actually had a great game two weeks ago. He's just been crushing. He's just been crushing all He's over been the He's been great. Yeah, so why not play him? You're saying we don't have guys that we're real certain about, but we have guys that aren't household names like we've seen in the past but have been all in all season long that are all in the 6K range. So dropping from Washington and Lewis all the way up to guys like, I don't know, Mixon, Freeman, Sanders, you go up to them, you can just drop Julio down to any one of these mid-tier guys that can easily outscore Julio, who's going to be chalk. And you mentioned Hilton. I guess for tournaments you can play him, and he only needs one play. I'm just kind of concerned. The same sort of question with Mac. Like, Hilton came back from injury, and he played, what, 51 52% of the snaps or something like that. What's his incentive? Um, I know the matchup's good. We love him the turf at home. But um, and the price isn't great either. Uh, sure, for tournaments you can definitely play him, but I, I have a hard time getting there. I do agree uh, with the take. You know, as far as the Dallas perspective, uh, as far as Cooper, he's a guy that we've seen have monster games, and maybe this is a game here against Philadelphia for sure. Someone uh, in chat talking about how Drew Brees is old. The guy is the most old. accurate QB this season. 
by a large margin. I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, okay, but like he's this... ha- he's going to set the complete signal season completion record again. What do you mean, like per- percentage? Yeah. What is it like seventy percent? Like seventy six. He's seventy six percent accurate in his passes. I think seventy five point six. What's his A dot? Um. Yeah. Aha. Well, his his yards per attempt is eight point seven, one of the highest of his career. Seventy five point eight. Every single number this season is fantastic. What what's his completion percentage? The Mike Thomas like ninety <laughs> percent. Uh, I think Mike Thomas has a hundred and. 154 targets and uh, what is it? 130 receptions. That's insane. Uh, so let's talk some cheap receivers. Like, say I don't have any salary. Uh, you know, Tuttle threw out Fitz- Fitzgerald, and nobody feels good about that. But we do, we do live in the world of salary cap, and I guess you know he's cheap enough where he can help you out. I suppose. Uh, Greg, are we are we looking at Ward? Is he somebody that's interesting? I mean, I mentioned before I like a. Terry McLaurin, if, if Sims gets another, what, he got like double-digit targets last week. I think he got seven in the previous week. He's still, you know, stone minimum uh, on Yahoo. He's like, what, 4K on DK? I'm looking for some cheap receivers. I, somebody's got to sell me on something here because, again, I'm, I'm having a hard time making it work. I'm not, gonna be able to, I'm not going to be able to sell you on it, but uh, Albert Wilson's my hot take this week. I don't mind that. I'm okay with that. Yeah, he he kind of jumped into gauge. that wide receiver two role. Russell Gage, Curtis Samuel, like DJ Moore is having a breakout season, but Samuel was the number one guy. Like we get a new quarterback in here. Who's to say that he's not going to throw a Samuel. Who's a talented guy. And he could get double digit targets. If Greer's actually good. Yeah. Wait, why why is that so funny? He's done it twice this year. He has eight, seven, seven, eight, multiple other times. Yeah, I don't. I don't want Samuel. <laughs> That's fine. Don't give me another it. sales pitch. <laughs> give me another sales pitch. John Ross. What happened in week one? No, he had he's, massive he's not playing volume. snaps. Is he? I don't think he's playing. I don't know. I have no idea. Honestly, I just looked. Yeah, and he, saw that. he he hasn't been playing, but who knows? Like you don't know. <laughs> if only he's been, going he's only been week. back for two weeks. Thirty-eight percent right? of snaps last week. Forty-nine the previous week. For what it's worth, and out for yeah. like five weeks before that. It's tough to know if he's going to play or not. I, he, he, I, I'm, I'm on board with him as a tournament option, even at his price tag. He needs one, basically. In theory, yeah, he just needs one catch, like right. to get there. Uh, right. So, I, and he's playing in Miami, so sure, I suppose you can consider him. But you know, the, you got to get in the field, which is most important. This kind of speaks to my point. Tell that like, to Hollywood Brown. <laughs> who was that guy? Tell you probably remember. There was a guy like four or five years ago who was like 13, 14, 15 snaps. Andrews this year at tight end that kind of he got there every single week despite like never being on the field and any idea who I'm talking about no but I probably tilted him like crazy I tilted JJ him like crazy Watt. by the it, way you, you guys saw the Hollywood Brown narrative right what is it a rookie franchise touchdown record and Lamar Jackson has said that he wants to get it to him okay well, so he won touchdown but that might not be enough <laughs> Uh, anything else as far as receivers, or shall we talk about some tight ends? Let's move on to tight end. Open it up, Grant. Um, Ertz, we know the volume is going to be there. Waller, we know the volume is going to be there. Hooper, he's too darn cheap. Like, those are the obvious guys, I think. Um, if Fant ends up playing, I really, really like him. Gasecki going up against Cincinnati, great spot, too cheap. 
absolutely fantastic play. Goddard, still too cheap. Great matchup. We know that he's going to get volume. It's Dallas forces targets to opposing tight ends. That's pretty much like my tight end pool is very, a lot more condensed than my running back pool. That's pretty much all I'm looking at. I just want to point this out. It's uh, as far as depending on where you're shopping, we always kind of mention this, but Hooper's 23 bucks on Yahoo. So he's more expensive. He's the same price as Ertz, uh, more expensive than Waller by $5. Uh, but on DK, he's like, what, 4 4 So I assume, Grant, you prefer, you prefer much more on DK than you want on Yahoo, correct? Yeah. Uh, Flowchart, is that a thing today? Do we care about Hollister? Is that, is that something here, uh, Tuttle? <sighs> yeah, he's, he's in play. Well, he's in play, but, like, okay, where do we prioritize him? I would play him mostly in game stacks, personally. I, I think he's below, like, the Austin Hoopers and cash games at the same price point. Um, so, personally, yeah, I'm, I'm reserving him for game stacks, but I, I think he's a fine option for sure. Yeah, are we sure that Wilson's going to throw it over 20 times? I don't know. So, may not matter. So, how do we attack that in tournaments, Grant? Do we just make a narrative, like, well, what if he does? And I assume you're rolling it back with somebody else on the other side. You roll uh, back with Kirk, Fitz, Drake, or two of them. You I actually had this this morning. I have a buddy that doesn't play DFS very much. He sent me over a lineup to, to let me, you know, ask my opinion on it. And it was a Russell Wilson double stack with Lockett and Hollister, and he didn't have any Cardinals receiver, or he yeah. didn't bring it back with anybody. I said, you, you like you can't do that because, yeah, I mean, for Wilson to pay, like Wilson's not cheap, Lockett's not cheap for them to pay off their tag or to have extreme ceiling games, they're going to have to be in a, a game script where they're throwing the ball. I mean, honestly, the better way to play them is if you're playing uh, Murray on the other side. Yeah, that might actually make sense. Uh, and then play Lockett. Lockett and Hollister. Or Lockett and Carson. They're asking in chat here about uh, Johnny Smith for Tennessee. Any interest in on Janu? No. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, I really like it's somebody that Grant mentioned, but I really like in tournaments uh, Goddard quite a bit. I think he's the guy that's going uh, significantly overlooked. Uh, we know he's going to have a massive role. He ran, he's basically their wide receiver three at this point. He ran 40 yeah. routes last week. Like that type of usage out of a tight end is unheard of, especially is basically the backup tight end. So yeah, um, Goddard is the guy that I like quite a bit is, we only have them at 4% owned on DraftKings. I think, I think that's pretty accurate. A lot of, you know, Hooper in that price range is going to draw a lot of the ownership. So Goddard's a guy that we've seen have multiple touchdown upside in the past as well. So he's kind of my favorite GPP option. We are, we are still in a YouTube jail. So that's why we haven't been saying like, and subscribe over there. And that's why we have not been compiling questions over there on YouTube. And it's much trickier to compile questions to discord. And it's much trickier to keep track of them because you can't kind of go up to a certain spot because it'll jump. Just kind of like I want to ask some questions here in the chat. If you guys start loading them up, feel free to fire away. I think we're getting trolled here uh, by our podcast cohort here, uh, Grant Mangone. So he just woke up and he started researching, which is not true. What's the best stack of the day? What do you have for me? Oh gosh, um, Locke to Sutton. Oh, is this because you don't like Mangone? You're trying to stick him with Locke. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's – I mean, I guess I prefer to set I got, I got caught off guard, but um, – I like him a la carte. Lock a la carte? No, Sutton a la carte. No lock. Yeah. Fade the lock. Yeah, I mean, if I'm – honestly, 
probably Rivers and Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Like you get all all of them for under for around 15k, 16k, and Rivers might throw the ball 40 times here. I mean, he has two games left in his career with the Chargers in all likelihood. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Jump in here, Tuttle. Oh, how about this? Your, your favorite correlation play, favorite game stack, Tuttle? Uh, that Seattle game. And, and with Kyler at quarterback. And how would you – yeah, okay. So that's how you would do it. You, you do it – and, yeah, you like a Lockett as well, the other side. I presume that's your key piece in the Seattle team? Yeah. And then, well, I, I'm fine with the Hollister – too, if you're only running the back one. Um, and then I also like that Cincinnati-Miami game. Tell me what you like about it. I gave How you the you pieces. I gave you Tyler Boyd. Um, I, I think the interesting way to attack it, everybody – Devontae Parker is going to have the heaviest ownership of that group, but I think um, for their price tags, I actually think Gasecki and Albert Wilson are decent plays. So if you do the Fitzgerald with Gasecki and, and Burt, you're saving a lot of salary to spend elsewhere and you're going to have really unique lineup construction because you'll likely be set spending that salary at running back where nobody else will be. Hey, Tuttle, rank these three, uh, FanDuel cash, Lewis, Freeman, and Washington. I think they're on the right track. Yes. I would rank them in that order. Lewis Freeman, and then Washington. Um, I, who's in their season long finals this week? Raise your hands. Bam. My only one. I'm two I, for two. I am. I'm going for last place in both of mine. Oh, do you have to? Go <laughs> I, I go 100% DJ and Antonio Brown every year, and he just crushes me. <laughs> I'm uh, currently waiting to hopefully grab Dion Lewis with a zero dollar bid claim, and we'll see if that works. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm stuck with Tariq Cohen tonight. Oh boy, I won the Rotor Runners tournament. Uh, 16. Well. The Rotogrind is one I won, and now it's like week 16. Like there's two different divisions. I take on nap tonight. And then my friends and family, my uh, my friends league, I'm in the finals as well, too. And I also claimed Lewis. You don't have time. friends. Oh, yeah. Well, my, you know, cohorts. <laughs> People that know me that can kind of sort of somewhat tolerate me, tolerate me league. How about that? Is that better for you? I didn't pay attention to you. I'm too busy reading Mangone in chat. What's going on with Mangone in chat? we got a few minutes. So I'm looking for some questions in he's chat. He's ripping on me. doesn't understand that Chargers are a great place. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So you got Allen, Boyd, or Kirk. Can you rank those three for me? Uh, Grant, you go. You do that. So that's Keenan Allen, Tyler Boyd, yeah. and Chris. Allen, Kirk, Boyd. Would you Would you confirm the, or deny? No, I would have it the order it was written in. Allen, Boyd, Kirk. Yes. Ah, uh, any Jalen Richard love for anybody? Yeah, I. I mean. Pr- I will say the Deion Lewis news kind of ruined things a, a bit as making Richard like a really, really good leverage play um, because he Richard was somebody that I, I think I have a, on the expert survey is a really good leverage play. Somebody I wrote up in my article is a, is a strong leverage play. Not quite as necessary just because there's going to be uh, Deion Lewis helped spread ownership out a little bit. But back when we were looking at DeAndre Washington is like, 50% owned. I, I thought there was some merit to playing Jalen Richard. A little less merit now, but I still think on DraftKings at 3,500, there are certainly paths to him getting you know 10 to 15 points. Not a ton of upside there, but um, an okay point per dollar play still. Uh, would you guys play Greer in tournaments uh, on DK where he's crazy cheap? It sounds like Grant would and Tuttle wouldn't. Is that what I'm, is that what I'm hearing correctly? Would I play Greer question? in tournaments? Yes. You like you like Greer Tuttle? Doesn't sound like you do. I don't hate him, but he's not high on my priority list. Hey Tuttle, uh, CMC and Cash on DK—that's they're talking about. Uh, 
it's weird. I don't think we're going to play CMC in cash. I don't think so. No, I think this is going to be. I think this is going to be one of the lowest owned weeks that we see CMC this season. Which honestly, I love for tournaments. Um, yeah. No, he's not fitting cash construction. I do think it's the Michael Thomas Julio Jones build is going to be with Lamar Jackson at quarterback is kind of be the the really chalky lineup construction on DraftKings today. Uh, but McCaffrey. He's going to be a guy that I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out right now if I want him in my main GPP lineup or not. You can go either way, and it's all basically narrative based. Either way you go, do they want to get him his his you know uh, record 400 yards basically over the next two weeks, or do they not want him to get injured? So it's basically well, depending they on where you still stand throw him in every single play. <laughs> yeah, but does do you see that changing in the last two weeks? I don't I don't know. There's there are people that. Yeah, I do think that's going to happen, that they're going to start easing back on him a little bit. If you think that's the case, and I think that, that I honestly, I think that's popular thought. Also, like the new court or the new coach in charge, like you don't think that he wants to win strictly for his own self edification? Does <laughs> he go? You, you basically proved my point. McCaffrey's merit is completely narrative based this week. Depending on how you're spinning the narrative is how strong of a play he is. Basically, hey, we got to step aside and get out of here. We're gonna wait for uh, for uh, the premium shows. Of course, I believe it's Britt who's back uh, with SDL cards and Tip and Pick along with JSU on Crunch Time. <coughs> um, give me a hot take rant and give, give me a defense you like as well. Lewis and Washington both go for under 10 DK points, and the Chargers are the highest scoring defense. Just because wow. I, I like to talk about Chargers, apparently. I like the Chargers defense, too, a little bit. Uh, Tuttle, jump in here. See that and raise it. Um, Tyler Boyd, two touchdowns. And defense, let us go with the Colts. Who's, like, the worst defense you're willing to play if it makes everything else work? Oof. Uh, yeah, I was going to say Titans before this morning. Um, Falcons? Yeah. No, I mean, over on Yahoo, yeah, Chargers are 11 bucks. All right. We got to go. Devin's going to yell, yell us on our ear. Uh, good luck this week. Happy holidays. Enjoy your Christmas. Whatever you all celebrate, good times. Everybody stay safe. He's Tuttle. He's Grant. 50% chance I'm right. I'm definitely Dean. 100% chance. Thank you, Yahoo, for sponsoring the show. Enjoy your football today. We're out of here. Holler. Thank you.